You've seen those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm your worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Ha! You didn't know I'm gonna say that, did you? Your move, creep. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Huh? Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Kicked its ass. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Film Feast podcast. I'm your host, Matt Bledsoe. Uh, this week, we are continuing our series on the Indiana Jones movies, and we are talking about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. To help me talk about it, I am joined by a fantastic group of podcasters, uh, starting with the host of the always delightful Schlock and Awe podcast. It's Lindsay Wilkins. Lindsay, how you doing? Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm excited to have you back. This is this is good. Uh, I feel like it's been a while. It has. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was on <laughs> your show more recently, but time is weird. Um, we it's, it's been broken since COVID started. Um, but yes, and next up, we also have uh the host of a new podcast I've been loving called Schooled by Cinema. It's Lexi Van Dyke. Lexi, how you doing? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Welcome back from the Sixth Sense episode. <laughs> I know all spooky, still cr- a little gross. Coming back for the gross ones. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> let's see how many tangents we have this time. Like we, <laughs> oh, we to... Well, good thing we have other people here to rein us in. That's, or it could go more off the rails. I don't know. I was but uh, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, and last, <laughs> but certainly not least, he's one of the co-hosts of the Chainsaws and Claws podcast. He's also been doing a lot of great writing uh, on his site. You should have, uh, could have been a bloodfistmovie.com. It's a cinema drunkie himself, Rob Antiquera. Rob, how you doing? Hey! <laughs> I, I, How is everybody? <laughs> good, good. I like the energy so far. This is good. The, um, the liquor's kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Oh, man. We all should have planned to get drunk. Damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. And it's the morning, it's the morning for like, like, It's like, hey, you can get drunk with Temple of Doom anytime. So I should have just uh, uh, given myself a thing of whiskey and then gone for it. <laughs> Like, like it, it's seven o'clock. You, you you got me recording at seven o'clock. You should have been known I've been getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just disappointed I'm not I, drinking too. Um, I, am the, I am the cinema drunk for a reason. This is true. This is true. Uh, we can vamp if you want to go get a drink. <laughs> it's fine. I just go deep through the cabinets. Uh, hold, well, I got a surprise for everybody. Ooh. This is not. We have another guest joining us. Who I'm in oh. right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is like crazy. There's TJ so Mackey people. himself, the oh great Spielberg James Coddington has joined Woo! us. <laughs> oh, he t- messaged me like half an hour ago and said, Hey, I'm free tonight. I can join the podcast. I said, Let's surprise everybody. <laughs> Ooh. I love that. Yeah. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> When someone's talking about Steven Spielberg, James just suddenly appears and goes, hello. Like someone blows a conch shell and he's like, Spielberg? And then yeah. comes running. Uh, <laughs> the magic trick. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't help oh. it. This was, I'm glad we pulled that off because I was like, let's just surprise everybody because I haven't got to do that before. So um, <laughs> yes, this is a crazy all-star panel of people. This is very exciting. Uh, so yeah, James, welcome. I already introduced everyone else. How are you feeling about uh, about this whole thing? <laughs> I'm feeling good. Okay. I'm feeling, I'm feeling excited. Uh, <laughs> You're so mellow and chill. No, I know. I, know. I'm, I'm, I mean, no, I'm, I'm not actually. I'm, I It's that's all fake like i'm actually like you know i'm about to throw up but you know whatever don't... are you on the drugs right now james I was... no no just you know no i, I, I get... your cult movies episode for you admitted all that yeah, no no <laughs> which is still no. i still laugh at literally nobody pressed you and you kept saying like i've done some drugs and like nobody yeah. was asking follow-up questions and you just were like guys it's happened um but i'm glad you could join us because i think now james is going to be on every episode of this indiana jones series because he's already wow. planning for the next one crystal skull dial of destiny yeah. god i hope there he is good uh yeah <laughs> i really hope that movie's good i, I saw oh. black square and i was like where's rob surprised him too much I'm, when you came in i'm an illusion <laughs> I know. okay well cool it's good to see you too finally and talk to oh you. yeah hey. you guys podcasted before no you have not. no first oh. never never this is the, the, the my first time with james and lexi yeah it's gonna oh. be awesome yeah so this is this is gonna be a killer one <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're talking about pretty great movie i would say and i'm glad i think i have a whole group of people that like this movie yeah. i'll just start with this i'll just start yes. for years i think probably a four crystal skull too temple of doom was always called when i heard like the lesser indiana jones movie the bad mm -hmm. one the weird one all this negative stuff and then when i saw it i was like what is everyone talking about <laughs> like mm -hmm. i think it's a great time crystal skull came out i think crystal skull might have helped the reputation of temple of doom amongst people i'm not sure but uh did everyone else hear that for years or was that, was I like living amongst a bunch of people who just hate cinema? What was going on? Uh, Probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you obviously don't know the right people, Matt. No, I, um, <laughs> I grew up, this is the Indiana Jones I grew up with. So, every, mm. so when I just walked around the earth thinking that everyone loved this movie, like I did. And then you meet other people and they go, Oh no, that's the bad one. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening right now? um am i wrong yeah. no no it's the children that are wrong it's so yeah i, <laughs> yeah. I should have had the i had the opposite reaction i was just walking around thinking yeah because yeah everyone thinks temple of doom is the best one like it has to be because it's the best one and then you find out quickly that you are the uh minority in that that case but i do think um crystal skull definitely helped uh temple of doom's reputation <laughs> Yeah, I'm with Lindsay. This is actually the first Indiana Jones movie I ever saw. Um, it, it might have been the first uh, thing I ever watched on VHS when I was a wee, wee lad um, <laughs> back in the day. But um, like, I like, yeah, like I always loved it. it I, I might be biased because of that, that it, it's, it, it is my favorite one. Um, I, I just like all the darkness and the violence, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, like, it, it was like, like it was similar to when me and Patrick were like, was talking about Predator 2. And, you know, you have this love for a movie and then you, you hear like the opinion of other people was like, wait, people don't like this? Like, what? Oh, okay. Y'all are all wrong. <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I never, you know, I just can't fathom how I can see why the, the people may have problems with it. You know, they, there are a few things where it's just like eh, that hasn't aged well. Um, but uh, I, 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 I love me some Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. It's, it's fun as hell. Um, particularly all the the, the gross out moments. Um, <laughs> like the, the, that dinner scene is just like tops for me. The, the all about the monkey brains, <laughs> the chill, the chilled monkey brains is just you know it's it's, it's a phenomenal piece of work and um, I, I I love it. So it's just like how 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 could you not like this? You know what I'm saying? And people were like, oh yeah, this is the the weakest one. And then uh, Crystal Skull came on, and everybody was like, oh okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> they were like we were too hard on temple of doom for all this <laughs> exactly yeah yeah um i'll go to who didn't talk yet lexi was like, oh, yeah i was definitely living in a bubble <laughs> about uh <laughs> i'm trying to point at lexi and it's oh, like okay. it's all uh, backwards oh, okay. you know like, we all, i don't think we're in no, the same I'm sequence like, uh, on my oh okay yeah, yeah okay. Was, above on mine that was funny hey yeah, like, yeah James, you J- James, you're at the, you're, 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 James, you're at the bottom for me, so it looked like you were just pointing at your name, and I'm like, what? what, a, what a, <laughs> it didn't look like you were pointing your what, name. Like, <laughs> what, what a self-centered. Like, I, James I, I never, lost it. I had no idea. <laughs> I, I never knew J- James was so self-centered. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it did look like you were pointing at your own <laughs> yeah. name. Like, yeah. this guy. Ask this guy. Yeah. Ask like, this is the guy. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture so y'all can see that she is really. I, um, I don't believe you. I don't think anyone. Uh, I just think the sequence changes. Um, oh, I didn't even that think was, about that. that. All great. right, crazy. Yes, Lexi, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, definitely in a bubble because these, these and Star Wars movies were our stay-at-home sick movies. At least for my dad was sick because you know he was a big baby when he got sick love him but he was and it would be like we have to stop everything we're doing and take care of him and all that stuff and he would always watch star wars and indiana jones and so and these were also these would like randomly show up on like cable and it would be like an event remember when they would have those cable events like they're gonna oh, yeah. show this on tv mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um but it's i just a rem- night movie yeah exactly and i just remember this one really really vividly I would probably remember this more than Raiders just because of the gross out stuff. Um, and I, uh, Crusade is probably my favorite because of all the Holy Grail stuff. But this one, I think I definitely saw more. This came out even before I was alive. So, and I was a baby. Okay. You're going to rub it in. How are you <laughs> Before I was alive too. I was just no. I was. I think we're all too young to have seen the theater. So I wasn't going to ask anybody that. But it's like yeah. when it first came out. Um, but uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Me pointing out the like my age when I said it was the first movie I saw on VHS. Like yeah, yeah. But, you know, let me show just how old I am. Uh, I think <laughs> we're all the, we're all the VHS age though. Nobody. Yeah, we still have the triple decker VHS tapes where you had all three together. We had the Star yeah. Wars and the Indiana oh, Jones yeah. one. We had right. those. Yeah, which yeah, I still think was, exists yeah. somewhere. Yeah, Temple of was the one that played constantly on New Zealand TV. It was this, mm. uh, Return of the Jedi, Gone with the Wind for some reason. Like if they couldn't, if they didn't have <laughs> okay. something on a Saturday night they needed to play, it'd be one of those three movies. Interesting. I, yeah. So I saw them 
a lot. But yeah, Temple of Doom was just on a felt like a constant rotation on TV. So it because I didn't actually see Raiders until I was well into my teens. Um, so yeah, it was just the I thought it was the Indiana Jones movie. I didn't realize anything else about that. I heard about face melting from from Raiders and went, what is what this other one? <laughs> um, I just thought there was like two because I do actually remember being taken to go see um, Crusade, the Last Crusade. So yeah, in the theater. But yeah, yeah. Similar to me, like I remember my dad taking me to see uh, Last Crusade. Uh, I, re- I remember it vividly going into the theater and they had like memorabilia around. Like they had, they, they were selling like Indiana Jones hats and uh, and comic books. I remember having the the, the comic uh, pop buying it for me uh, when we went to see Crusade. And uh, I mean, and, and uh, like I, I I've heard that a lot about like the Crusade being a lot of people's favorites and. Uh, you know, like, but like that was the thing we were talking about earlier that I wanted to point out is that uh, it, it's it's you know what I'm saying because this is the second film and I remember Lexi was talking about like you know there was only one film before it so it's like um, it, how could you already have a formula on just you know just two movies and then it's like I feel like they like they felt like they went too far with this one mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just like every film afterward is trying to recapture Raiders. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, let's just forget Temple of Doom, which I think helped with the the, the public opinion that this this is the the bad one because like even Spielberg and Lucas was like, yeah, let's 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 not do that again. You know, <laughs> like like let, let let's just try to do Raiders again and again. And it's like, eh, I, I love Raiders, but it's like, yeah, just go for the darkness, go for the ripping out of the hearts and the eating the the monkey brains and all that shit. Give it to me. I like I, I don't give a shit about any else. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, it's definitely the darkest one. Uh, I would say yeah. it's by far. Um, James, Even with you, Nazis oh. like around it, it's still I know the that's darkest I, one. <laughs> like, yeah, there were Nazis bookended by Nazis, and it's still Nazis. darker. Somehow mm. darker. Um, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, James, I'm gonna ask you now. We'll get to you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the no, pointing. Yeah, let's get to that. Okay. All right, my turn. Yeah, let's get to the self-centered jerk. Yeah. It's about time, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no I, I was actually literally going to say some of the exact same stuff that uh, Rob just said, because I was thinking about that, like, yeah, you know, you started hearing maybe a little bit about Temple Doom being the, you know, the lesser loved of the Indiana Jones movies, but how much of that came after Last Crusade came out? You know, uh, up until then, they were just like, oh, that was a darker toned one. But that was all I could really say. Or like, oh, that just, uh, you know, that was a a little more than we expected, you know, (laughs) after Raiders. But I don't think that we really started getting the, oh, this was the lesser than version until they really did kind of go back and like lighten everything up. Last Crusade's so comedic, you know, like, and it just bouncy, you know, I don't know if that's a good word, you know, but like compared to the dark mood from the get-go you know like straight through the whole time i mean it does not let up in you know temple of doom so it's it, it can be a little it can be a little <laughs> rough but again like i don't know like, i don't know how much you know i know that like the pg-13 rating kind of came about because of this and greenlands and whatnot you know but yeah I, I don't know how much i really ever thought of raiders and temple doom being like kids movies it's kind of like that same thing like yeah kids movies in a way but not like they're just kind of movies, but they are, they have all that stuff, action and stuff that kids like, but they're not like 
totally 100% for kids in my mind. You know, like they're, they're more just like mass entertainment. But of course, since kids are going to go see them too, they're almost family entertainment, I guess. But so, yeah, I don't know. I just I just think that part of that hate that it got came after Last Crusade, like Rob was saying, more so than as much during its initial, like that little chunk between 84 and 89 <laughs> or whatever. But I don't know. I, I was pretty young too. Like that's what I'm saying. So I don't know how much. I can't really remember, you know, how much of it was before that. Not because like hearing it, I don't know where I would have even heard it. Like you said, we didn't have internet, but I guess people were saying it in school. Maybe I don't remember. Like, like <laughs> throw it down the schoolyard. Hey, totally yeah, like, sucks. <laughs> but Lay I don't know. Your lunch down. <laughs> There's like two gangs in the schoolyard. One's for Raiders. One's for like in the school. Of, yeah. One's for like Temple of Doom. <laughs> I don't know, but but for me personally, I did like it. Like that was the thing too. Yeah, I grew up watching it all the time it didn't like yes i felt like i could tell it was darker but i still loved it it didn't like it wasn't like i just couldn't they were two of the same to me like just two different continuations i, I wasn't like oh man this is like so different i can't handle right. it or anything I, yeah. I i loved it too when i was a kid and i thought it was awesome and fun so i don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah i don't know because I, I wasn't there obviously and i don't know if the public reception was like oh raiders like a fun <laughs> adventure movie take the whole family so temple doom will just be more the same and did they take their kids and like holy shit like there's just so much like hearts being ripped out and just gross i remember my stepdad not liking this one because he always would just say it's gross he's like i feel like it's gross <laughs> for the sake of being gross and i'm like i think it's cool like i was just like <laughs> i don't know i like it uh i just remember him just like really being like yeah it's just gross and all he would say about it, i was like that's your whole opinion of the movie um so i'm like the family's going 84 to see this and they were like oh my god <laughs> like i thought this would be fun because i think james talked about this on the raiders episode which sadly no one here has heard because it's not out yet but that like indiana jones like a really easy character for kids to replicate because you just need like a hat and some kind of like rope to be a whip like that's you know like you yeah. and you're indiana jones so i feel like kids just are like drawn to that character or were drawn to that character because it was so imitatable you know so so easily and they bring that up in this movie because they have short round imitating right. him the entire <laughs> movie which is so cute and endearing is it because yeah. of short round that people got angry because and a lot of kids because this is one of the reasons why i love this movie as a kid was because of short round yeah and so when i'm now last year when i'm watching now academy award winner uh he who won in um everything <laughs> yeah i mispronounce his name i love him but i cannot say it um even when i listen to it um sitting there watching everything everywhere all at once and halfway through the movie because i didn't clock it was him and i'm like why do i know you i'm like oh my god it's short round yeah <laughs> um and but so yeah, so I just sort of wondered when if so the promotion this would have been so they saw this kid who's like his sidekick, and they thought oh so kids can go can go to this movie when then you get like, like monkey brains, um evil cults and people taking hearts out of um out of <laughs> out of bodies and not realizing yeah. that George Lucas and Steven Spielberg are not particularly in a happy place when they were making it so um <laughs> and also. Yeah, I mean, things were going on. They had to leave the country because because of John Landis. They had to do a whole bunch of other divorces. Gilbert was and, going through a divorce. Uh, yeah. yeah. Imagine going through a divorce and then meeting the woman you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Because him and Kate, Kate Capshaw are still together. Aren't still they? married, so yeah. Yeah, still married. So that would have been confusing as hell. Um, and, <laughs> and then you've got this kid. And so, yeah, I can take my kid to go see this. And you're watching it going, hang on, what now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think the, because... This is the one that does have the kid character, and he is just yeah mimicking Indiana uh, Harrison Ford at every single moment, which is adorable. 
Robert yeah, yeah, like, I'm so no, stupid. Like, like there, I'm a moron. I, there's a kid in the movie. Of course, it's like geared for kids. Right, like, and and uh, <laughs> the child who is present through all the gross stuff in the movie, particularly the monkey brain scene. He, oh, he yeah. is present <laughs> through all of this, so it's just like, yeah, um, yeah, bring your chill, bring your children. It's fine, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's no problem at all. But uh, uh, I, I, I've got to say first, you know, respect to Kate Capshaw, she is a fantastic actress. But uh, every time I think of her in this movie, I always think of that joke from Family Guy, where uh, they were they were doing a bit uh, where they were referring to Temple of Doom. And um, it, it's in the scene, like, you know, with, like, all the bugs. And uh, Stewie, as Short Round goes, lady only here because she humping director. And I'm sorry, but, like, you know, Kate Capshaw, uh, God bless you, but uh, that's the first thing I think of. <laughs> I think of you in this movie. Were they, I, I don't know, were, were, <laughs> poor Kate Capshaw, were they... Were they meeting? Were they meet before the movie? Or they get together on the movie. I think they got together on the movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, at some uh, points, I do think he's shooting it like he's in love with her. I feel like he's like, oh, I love that this opening movie. scene, <laughs> that that opening shot of Kate when she's walking out in that amazing, uh, that uh, that most perfect like fifteen <laughs> sequence of like filmmaking I've ever seen in my life. He is. You can tell. Like, oh, he's in love with her. Like, there's a th- way he's shooting her. That is. I'm like, oh, was this shot later in the thing? Because yeah, there's a definite. Oh, this is. I I love this woman. Love at first sight. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. When I was watching it, it really felt like I got like bringing up baby vibes, like 20s screwball vibes. This whole film because of like the yes. interactions between Harrison Ford and Kate Capshaw and how they play against each other. Like especially in that scene where he's bringing her the fruit and they're like, like kind of jeering each other on in the room <laughs> it's so cute and that's kind of how it plays the whole time and i also take great offense to people saying that she's a bad actress in this movie because she's not she's not marion ravenwood she is like a lounge singer how yeah. else would someone in that situation react to going through all of these events like she's no, like, not a normal thing for her. He's, he's no, I absolutely agree. Yeah. 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 No, I one hundred percent agree. And, yeah. and I think that was smart of them to do that because it's like you you you're if you're not bringing back Marion, yeah, you know, it, it's 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 really the the wrong choice to try to have like a substitute Marion. Mm-hmm. So you go in the opposite direction. Which which they they also do in, in Crusade, you know, with, mm-hmm. with like you know, well, I, I won't say much because I know Matt, you have to do uh, Crusade. <laughs> <after> this. <It's> <laughs> you know? So you know, so, so it's like I thought that was very smart of them to like you know, to, to you know, to just go in the opposite direction and like you know, because Marion is very much in these equal in in Raiders, so it's just like you you have the the complete opposite of Marion. You know what I'm saying? Someone who's just like not tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, very much, you know, not, like, uh, quote, unquote, you know, for lack of a better term, a damsel in distress, you know. But she is incredibly entertaining in in that role. Like, like just the way, like, that's one of my favorite things in the movie is just the way she screams Indy's name. Indy! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's like, her, like, 
the scene like where she has to reach her hand into the yeah into the oh. <laughs> like yeah. like it, it's it's just it's just wonderful like you know between all three main characters you know so like the the Harrison Ford's delivery of the line we are going to yes. die <laughs> <laughs> It's so perfect. (laughs) That line reading lives in my head rent free (laughs) since the day I saw it. I love that part so much. How do I communicate how bad this situation is? We are going to die. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I was thinking like whenever Matt had told me about it, I was like, oh man, okay, maybe I can come on here real quick. And I was like, I, I wanted to be like, you know, justice for, you know, Willie. But I am seeing say. that all of y'all seem to love her too, so that's great because yeah. now I don't have to like defend her alone. Like, it seems like we gotta get, get know, that hashtag so on Twitter many... going. Justice for Willie Scott. Uh, yes. Yeah, because I love her too. I mean, I that's... think she's great, and I, I, yeah. I, I would react the same way she would react most of the that's time. What like, I was... That's the other thing. It's like yeah. you know, like yeah. I don't understand yeah, the, yeah. the 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 thing like that, that's not you know like the oh she's over this she's doing this she's screaming too much it's like no I would be doing the exact same thing I don't know what y'all are talking about so you know whatever <laughs> but y'all are better than me I guess but I don't know I, you know it's just I think she's great in it and like Lexi was saying their interplay back back and forth it's through the whole movie you know it starts and it is weird because it does I think it helps because the movie is so dark but their relationship lightens it up just enough and also you know short round to his relationship with short round. like those are the two things i think that help make the movie bearable yeah. <laughs> otherwise <laughs> you would just be like it would be too dread. dark and she also yeah. had yeah. great like physicality in a way of using her voice and her face like when she's reacting to things like it mm-hmm. feels yeah. very like i just think of her with the eyes and her Put crossing her eyes, the eyes in the soup. I'm sorry, her eyes in the oh. soup, and her crossing her eyes and falling back. <laughs> it's like that's a very hard thing to do. I can't cross my eyes. Like, like it's it's, true. it's a yeah, hard it's... like reaction to pull off, you know, and make it not look fake. Fake. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. no, no, no. Like, K. Capshaw is an incredible actress. Like, if if this doesn't prove it, you just look at her performance in uh, Black Rain. Uh, which oh, yeah, which yeah. I think she's and she's really excellent in. Of course, a uh, brother of uh, uh, directed by Ridley Scott, brother of Tony Scott. <laughs> um, I just I just have to put that out. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a movie that I always thought kind of felt like Tony could directed Black Rain. Yeah, if, uh, yeah it's, it's one of those really movies that Tony could have done too. Um, I forgot she was in that too. Yeah, that she's uh, I think she kind of stopped acting because she had kids, right? With you know Steven Seward yeah. yeah. and kind of got it. Yeah. And at the, I wouldn't blame her for that either. It's like he's got plenty of money. We're fine. I don't need acting <laughs> unless she wants to act. But if she doesn't want to, it's like, yeah, why not? Um, James, I'm glad you said it because I was thinking the whole movie. I would have most of his reactions. I would be the damsel in distress. I'd be screaming. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm a picky eater. I would have been like, I don't want this food. Like, uh, but when the I am horrified. The surprise snake thing when the little snakes pour out of the giant snake i'm like ah like i just i'm yeah. screaming yeah uh everything she does i'm like this would be my reaction i'm like, <laughs> like the buff. i also I'm like, like I... <laughs> the physical comedy part in the jungle when she's getting changed and she's reacting to all the animals in the jungle oh and, and they're just sitting there playing cards they're still. just sitting they're there playing thing, cards yes. because oh, that God. is what the jungle is like you have to my like dad grew up in the jungle it's like you have to like wear 
a net around your bed because there's bugs and animals everywhere. Like it's noisy as hell, yeah. It's noisy like- and like there and, and it plays up on that in like a interesting way without, you know, putting down anything. Like it's just like it's funny. It's a funny bit. No, I mean, if an elephant threw me in a puddle, uh, you do not know the temper tantrum I would throw. It would be fatal <laughs> yeah. to, to Willie. Like, I would I would just, like, I'm not moving. I don't, yeah, it would be a lot of yelling yeah. and me telling and saying I'm not moving. Um, <laughs> I don't care. Uh, so, yeah, no, I love her. Like, my my favorite bit is when she realizes when um, Indy's going to cut the bridge. Just that scream of, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think she just screams Indy, but I think she's just like, oh, what are you? No, can't, no, we're not no, doing no, that, no, are we? I- I, I I got you, Lindsay. Lindsay. What's <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You see that? I was <laughs> gonna say someone's got to do the impression because I ain't and doing And the short round goes, no, he's <laughs> crazy. It's just it's a funny way of like dialogue, using dialogue. No, yeah, no, but it's no, such, like, she is the or, um audience surrogate from like because yep. Indy just right. does Indy, and so she's the one who's like going, okay, what are you doing right now? And <laughs> you want me to put my hand in here? But no, my favorite cap, uh, Kate Capture moments is uh, one Lex referred to when she's when they're in the bedroom trying to go, no, 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 you, you want to sleep with me. No, you want to nah. sleep with me. <laughs> and that kind of um, interplay. It's, I like the fact that she doesn't back down because this is the yeah. movie where Indiana Jones is definitely more Bond. And I kind of like the fact that she's like, oh, no, 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 no. You want to sleep with me. So therefore, I'm the, yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah, a, no. really it's a no. proud sexuality that I yeah. appreciate. And- <laughs> yes. A female who just doesn't like, oh, swoon. No, she's like, well, no, yeah. you're yes, going to come after that. me if you want. <laughs> you're, you're, you're going to be the one that swoons. Thank you very much. Exactly. Not me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Lindsay, you said that, he, you know, he's like Bond or whatever. It, uh, I, I think that line he says right in that scene where he's like, you know, he's turning around to shut the door and he's like, I don't know. I'll tell you in the morning. You know, like, yeah. that's like, yeah. and then she's like, that's where they start, you know, the real fight. It, it, it's it's like, yeah. uh, what? <laughs> It, and this is the yeah. one where Spielberg said that I think the opening was he was really trying to do a Bond movie type thing. Yeah, the, yes. the club. Yeah. Oh, okay. it, it's very Bond obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very. I, I want to go back. The opening, the uh, the opening 20 minutes of this movie is fucking bananas. Because yes, it just yes. so good. It just is like perpetual motion for like to, it does not stop moving that musical number into the stuff in the club, the gunfight, getting out of the club, the car chase. Into a plane, jumping out of a plane, going down into a mountain, raft. Oh, into yeah. a ra- river like... rafting. It's like twenty minutes solid of just yeah. It's, it's its like, own movie in and of itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. apparently right, right. They, they were like they had to add matte paintings and musical integers because it was so fast <laughs> when they were editing yeah. it. They're like, this yeah. is too Tell, fast. Yeah. We have to <laughs> add some beats in here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I saw that again. I was like, "How does anyone not like this?" For the first twenty minutes alone, <laughs> it's like this is like wizardry that he's doing. Like you could just like roll up the mat then and be like, "Okay, we're done." Yeah, minutes. I just saw a whole movie Great. in twenty minutes. Yes, cool. Exactly. I saw, like, yeah, perfect no, movie. Like, for the, yeah, like 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 I'm glad you mentioned that, Matt, because I was going to bring that up because like I feel like that's like maybe my biggest problem with the film. No. Is that the first twenty minutes is just nonstop roller coaster ride, right? It's just like, just like you said, it's just like things happening for just twenty nonstop <laughs> minutes, and then the movie grinds to a halt for just yes. like twenty minutes of exposition, you know. And then it's just like, okay, like when when do we get back to 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 to, to that kind of stuff? Yeah, you it know? becomes like, the, it it. it 
takes the like white savior mantle and like is like we have to set up this premise and it just it's such a bummer because i feel like they could have done something more interesting with like the white colonialism in india and have them be the bad guys rather than right it would it would have stood probably for more of what you know indiana jones stands for and the preservation of the local culture and stuff like that um it's just like such a bummer to watch it now i understand i you know we have we can't always look back with a lens like that but it's just right. like it's right there it's literally right there <laughs> they could have done that <laughs> right like no 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 lexi is absolutely right like you know it's 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 easy to look at things in in hindsight you know what I'm saying? yeah and, you know, and I mean, they Spielberg and Lucas were obviously inspired by Gunga Din. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, you can see a lot of Gunga Din in this movie, and um, it's like, yeah, Gunga Din has not aged well either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that's that. That was one of the things I was pointing to. Like, yeah, a lot of things in here have not aged well. You know, um, but. Yeah, it's a different time, you know what I'm saying? And you just have to look at, you know, context matters, as uh, our friend Mike Scott always says, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's like, you know, it, it was less educated film. I'm pretty sure Spielberg would not have done it if he had the chance to do it again. He would not have done that. Oh, no, he would probably <laughs> say that he'd, he'd make the British the, the British Army the weird cult and yeah. slowly <laughs> yeah. take yeah. over India. Yeah. Um, he'd yeah. probably do it that way. But um, it does... It does have those hints because Steven Spielberg, even though he was a mess on this movie, kind of has those hints of, yes, it's the white savior, but it's still about preserving this village's heritage and the magic that these stones apparently have for, because the whole thing of when the um, the village is giving him Willie and Short round the food and Willie's like, I'm not eating that, which something I probably would have done when I was younger. Oh God, no. And he goes, this is more food than they eat in a week. So you need to um, respect that. And yeah. so you do see hints of it through there, but it, yeah, it yeah. is, it does, a lot of it hasn't aged well, that kind of stuff. It's like, ah, oh, just like one, just one more pass at the script and you could have done that. And it would have said so much about the colonialism, especially because Raiders is about the Nazis trying to take over this occult thing that they don't understand. This is the same thing. Yeah, it's like this appropriation of, of that, but it didn't happen. It was, he's going from Gunga Din. He's trying to do the serials of the 1930s, which again have not aged well because of those <laughs> things so yeah it's just something you kind of have to sort of accept when you watch when you do watch the movie and every single time i do and i'm like i ah, just one sentence okay but you know what <laughs> I, I do love the guy who's playing the cold guy um um oh, what's his name uh yeah, M- M- yeah. mola amorish Pr- oh, yeah, he's, he's so yeah amorish prairie i've got them up um he is so good just because he is just massive eyes and he's so insane and just um yeah. this evil wizard that it's yeah, <laughs> he, yeah he's the such aesthetics a of it villain. are great yeah mm. the impression he's such a that he makes villain. yeah yes yeah like yeah like you know he he's really an underrated villain in the series you know like it, it, it's just like I'm, I'm i'm probably most afraid of him you know what i'm saying because of just like his his glee and the way he goes about uh like he like when when he's torturing Indy like you know with the with the the black goo or blood or whatever, it, it's it's it, the glee you know just like he he's just so happy to torture Indy and it's just like <laughs> this guy is so terrifying and and, and and it's beautiful it's beautiful but like one thing about the, the yeah the the white savior trope is just like ugh, 
okay, like, like, you know. But um, I will say though that um, it 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 works for this movie. Like I'm like like I said, I'm biased. But um, when uh, like when Indy turns bad, and then uh, Short Round helps him turn good again, and it's like uh, like uh, we got to get out of here. Yeah, all of us. And then it cuts to that uh, with, with all the you know the children being slain. You know what I'm saying? Like like. And the bad guys whipping the children like as they work in, and then like you just that slow uh close in on Indy right there, and they're like like it was like, yeah, fuck them up, Indy. Oh, yeah, you're talking about yeah, and it's like it shows his silhouette, like this famous, and then the kids are looking up to him. They push like the mine cart light in closer, right? That's when it like lights him up, and it's such a good shot. It's so good. It's like I was gonna say. Uh, well, before we like move on about the just about the the issues you know like the uh, about you know and you know rob was saying context and lexi's you know we're just we all know that it's you know things change and we look back at them or whatever with our eyes and you know like context matters but also like uh heart matters i think of like we we feel like we know spielberg isn't doing any of this like to be negative or like you know like right you know what right, I mean? like, absolutely. Yeah. right as long as we're not ignorant of it and we can see it and then we can deal with that ourselves and then still enjoy the movie on itself i think it's just if you're blind to it completely and like no it does it's not there that's the yeah. problem but if you can see it deal with it acknowledge it and then still enjoy the movie that's that's the way to go right like yeah the intention isn't malicious right yeah the intention is just to tell a good story and they just and like you said you could do it different but he wasn't meaning to do it in a negative way that was obviously it's like misguided not malicious right yeah like 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 like, yeah one thing about spielberg we could say is that he has like like the purest heart of any filmmaker in hollywood like he, he is so he, empathetic, yeah. yeah. You can tell yeah, in his yeah, movies. Yeah. All his movies are so empathetic. Empathetic. So, yeah. <laughs> so so any film's problems have is it's not aimed on him because it's just like more him being naive. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, than, than, just, than anything else. Not thinking yeah. about it. Mm. Yeah, like you know, he's just like trying to tell the best story he possibly could. And it's just like it, you know, everybody's like, Hey, you did this and what you know what i'm saying it's like, <laughs> yeah it, it, like yeah. yeah i don't i don't yeah there, there is no malicious intent on spielberg's part at all yeah like, i think I, we I, talked I, about yeah. this on the spielberg marathon that Lindsay and james and i did about mm-hmm. color purple a little bit where it's like yeah he recognizes that was a movie he just probably shouldn't have, have should not have done oh because, yeah well, yeah he, and, right, and so yeah. i think he's very good at recognizing like things in the past where he's like i, I should have done that i messed up or you yeah. know like um so he he can he can find his own faults and be like yeah I made a mistake there I should have done that um, which I don't think one that's another yeah, one place, where yeah, it's, it's like, also like the, you know they wanted him to do it it's not like he just was like hey I'm the guy for it right like yeah, hey, I, <laughs> yeah. no, I, th- I think it, he be- had issues it at the time kind of became like yeah. a co-production of these two people of like you know um, Oprah yeah, and Quincy him. Jones and him and like, yeah Jones, mm-hmm. they were yeah all exactly on board it wasn't all like, being involved he jumped in and was like hey yeah. yo I'm making this movie he's like guys I'm the color purple guy he's like yeah I know. Yeah, the color yeah. purple. No, it was ne- it was never that. But he did say that after directing Schindler's List, when he goes, "Oh, because this is a he wasn't for ready me. for that kind of stuff." Yes. Yet. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. wasn't ready to do that, especially as a driver when he was talking about the queer factor. Although I disagree. Color purple. Yeah, I do know. <laughs> I, I still need I to say, still see it. But yeah, no, it's um, it's getting a reappraisal because it wouldn't have got made without Steven Spielberg, which is kind of yeah. the right. weird thing in which the eighties. Why I think they goes, wanted him? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. if you want to to get that kind of movie across and to get that story across, you needed someone like Spielberg in the 80s. Yeah, absolutely. Now we have 
voices that we can go, oh, but we can also do this, yeah. this, and this, and still get and still get that story told. So yeah, it's like it, beloved again, with Jonathan Demi. It's like the same thing, exactly. Because yeah. Oprah oh, personally picked, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Oprah personally picked Demi, so it wasn't yeah. like again yeah. Demi walking us. Oh, I'm the guy. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Oprah yeah. said yeah. no. I want you. <laughs> it was um, as Mike keeps saying, context matters. So it's yeah. not. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of similar to this um, because in the 1980s, yes, we're having this research, we're having this thing, we're watching all these Indian movies are becoming way more prevalent and we're seeing how they work movies and the action's cool and all this kind of the, the music, how music's involved. In the 1980s, at least in, say, the West and the, the West kind of white countries, we weren't seeing that. So we still, again, it was a, someone like Spielberg who had the name to actually be able to make a movie set in India. Mm-hmm. Or like a James Bond yeah. with Octopussy, and yes, I know Preston is right about that one. Maybe <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm walking around going, no one likes Octopussy. Oh, people like Octopussy. Okay, same kind of <laughs> thing. Even though that movie also was not aged well as well either. Well, me and Lexi, me and Lexi, kind of were talking about that too. Even on our, mm-hmm. I was in the Matrix thing, like you know how there's just so many things can be, <laughs> so many issues can are so huge, and it's just so difficult to deal with, right? Like and this is another one like if someone hates indiana jones and the simple doom because it has those issues that's fine i i wish that they could look past him right like that's if they can't though i can't fault them for that right yeah i just wish you know they i don't like when then they're out there saying you're a piece of crap for liking (laughs) yeah yeah when they start judging me or y'all for liking right like that's where it gets weirder because then it's like you cannot like it for those reasons but then you start telling everyone else that they're not a good person because they mm-hmm. are able to deal with that themselves and look at it through different eyes. Like that's, that's no, don't do that. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I have a yeah. huge pa- a problem with people like lording their authority over others based on yeah. what they won't watch and don't watch. Like I'm a racist because exactly. I like Tim. Yeah. Morgan. Like what? Uh, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, I agree with you on that. Like uh, as the guy who, who docked a uh, point off, Dawn of the Dead for having uh, uh, John Amplis as uh, the Puerto Rican Rodriguez in the opening, uh, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes of the movie. You know, it's like, like, George, I love you, but were there no Puerto Rican actors yeah. in, um, <laughs> yeah. in, in, in yeah. Pittsburgh? He looked around for five minutes and was like, I can't find anybody. I gotta. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he looked around for 10 minutes, couldn't find someone, then did yeah. that. Uh, yes, yeah, Dawn of the Dead, speaking of movies that have the most amazing opening sequences, but yeah, you're just like, mm, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's uh <laughs> yeah i just um, watched black narcissus and they have gene simmons playing like an indian girl and you can tell her hair is dyed and she you know has tons of oh, face makeup yeah. on and it's like i'm, I'm gonna still watch this movie but i understand this is not <laughs> a correct representation yeah of indian people yeah, yeah. Like, this oh, is yeah. awkward type thing it's like oh this is yeah. weird isn't it uh i mean i think was it disney plus that was doing that thing where they're putting like yeah just kind of disclaimers for the movie, like saying like, hey, it's a different time. <laughs> like some stuff in this didn't probably age well, you know, yeah. like just letting you know, it's like kind of letting people make their own line and police their own content because everyone has to draw their own line. So, you know, like, but I, yeah, my example is always like, I have no desire to watch Woody Allen movies, but if someone else, mm-hmm. one of you guys was like, I love this Woody Allen, I wouldn't judge you. I wouldn't be like, oh, you're a bad person for watching that Woody Allen movie and enjoying yeah. it. Like, it's just, we all have our own lines that we kind of make up and I can't. It- it does have to be a personal thing yeah like it has to be a personal thing matt i'm fully with you on woody (laughs) allen i mean (laughs) three 
It doesn't think, appeal to me. <laughs> Woody Allen, no, I, think, me, I think we talked about that too. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I'm never going to watch another Woody Allen movie, but that's just me, right? Like, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm never watching a Woody Allen movie again. I was like, I never watch his fucking movies <laughs> again. Right. Right. I, no, I mean, movie. I'm never watching I'm another good. Woody Allen movie, but Crimes and Misdemeanors was a really annoyingly a really good movie. And I'm, yeah. and I'm like, and I've, I've got a kind yeah. of, yeah, there are some. Ones I watched yeah. when I was younger, and then I'm like, oh, those were good movies. And then I'm like, oh, that's why I, I have that sure, issue sometimes then, yeah. with Roman Polanski. Like, I yeah. kind of want to oh, watch yeah. Rosemary's Baby because I don't think I've ever seen it. And I'm like, but I'm like, I don't know if I really want to watch it. Like, I don't know because but the yeah, the draw of it is very strong. <laughs> yeah. that's what I understand. Like, let, let, let me tell you, um, I, I think Rosemary Baby is is boring as shit. Oh. Ah, okay. <laughs> hey, is it, I think that you had tweeted that a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I, I did. I did. I did. And I got, I, I caused a shit storm. I was like, yeah. how dare you? And I'm like, I, I thought it was fucking boring. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I love it. But I, hey, thought, I thought it was really good, but I was like, that's why movies are so more, cool. I, mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's, that's, I was saying, like, but I, my whole, you know, whatever you want to do or don't do, but I can't, I would never be like, especially someone I know and be like, you watch that movie and judge you like, how dare you? You know, cross my arms and go, oh, I can't believe it. Um, you know, so it's. I'm just always worried that whenever I'm joking with someone that they end up thinking I'm serious. Like, I'm always if if you're ever worried, I'm not serious. I'm never <laughs> like if you think that I'm like being mean in the way I'm saying so, I swear to God. I'm hey, not. James, you got to put it in your bio like I do. <laughs> I, I, I like i'm always just messing around if you if, if i'm being mean it's, it's always a joke i'm never i would never be yes. if it's my friends I, I, I think i think i think we had an exchange like that on twitter where, where it's like you you was like oh i'm joking i'm like i know you're joking bro. <laughs> i feel like sometimes i get worried i'm like man i gotta make sure i don't want anyone to think i'm actually serious <laughs> i can't like have my tongue come thing. out I, I feel better about all the Jaws jokes now. They know you're not yeah. serious. <laughs> oh, that's a good I am serious like about Jaws. Damn it. <laughs> like, yeah. Can they know the jokes? Yeah. yeah, no, it's like Daniel oh. said, if anyone else we didn't know started giving Matt grief for the whole Jaws thing, we'd be on them in a second, but we can drag Matt. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wait, 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 wait. We, 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 we got Jaws fans in here? <laughs> All right, so let me shut up. All right, we have a secret six guest. Okay, We're going to talk about John. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, oh. like, like, I, I understand Jaws is, 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 you know, is a very important movie, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, eh, it's not for me. Uh-huh. And that's all I'll say. All right, I feel better now. This is good. Yes. <laughs> Finally. Hey, uh, Rob's not the first one. You've got a few people that have. No, I did, yeah. Come to your aid. I'm probably more in the Met line. I think I also gave this four, Jaws four and a half stars, so it's it's fine. Plus, okay. uh, plus Jaws the Revenge is better. <laughs> That's a hot take. That is, that is a hot but take. The, 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 the shark roars. How could you not love it? <laughs> the shark travels down for, like, he goes on a trip to revenge. It's the craziest. He's like, I'm going to go He's out crazy. of my way to I, kill these people. I will Why say, though. Why did they go to the Bahamas if you know that a shark is stalking you? Why go to an island? Yeah, you know go to the Kansas. Midwest in the yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jaws, Jaws can't the hurt Re- you there. Yeah. yeah. Jaws the Revenge easily could have been a Death Wish movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's that's a good <laughs> Oh my god, Bronson playing the shark would have been amazing. <laughs> the shark has a little little mustache. 
That could look like Hitler. That's not good. Uh, right. no, <laughs> no, just, no, wait, wait. I can see it now. Like Charles Bronson with a shark fin. Charles hey, buddy. Bronson. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. You killed my family. Hey, buddy. Nah, you got to pay. Bang. <laughs> you know oh, man. Oh, good. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we talking about? Temple of Doom? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was, that was a good. That was a good. Uh, okay, I'll try to. Topic. I'll try to bring it back to Temple Spielberg of Doom. Spielberg also yeah. directed Jaws, who directed yes, right, Temple yeah, of Doom. There you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. But <laughs> earlier, when Rob was saying that how uh, you know it, it starts off twenty minutes action packed and then it just kind of peters out for a while, mm-hmm. I, I agree, and I think that might be the only only thing that because recently I've, I've rewatched it a lot recently, and like it, it's almost my favorite of all of them. But I think that might be the key is the pacing, just a yeah, little, yeah. little, little slow in that part because it's like another hour before there's even another action set piece. Like you know, right. like all that stuff, ha- like stuff happens, but nothing like quote unquote ex- exciting happens. You know, mm. until yeah. until like Indy and uh, Short Round are doing their little side by side fighting. You know, you know mm-hmm. the, that with the the big dude on the rock crusher or whatever, like. That's kind of oh, like yeah. the next action set piece. Yeah, like, it's like simultaneously the... like top heavy and bottom heavy at the same time because yes. it's yeah. like it's there's true. so much <laughs> happening and like I forgot at the end there's like the stuff on the rail cart, the stuff right. with the water, it's, the stuff with back, the bridge, and yeah, it's, like, it's like all top of each other. Yeah, it's yeah. front loaded and back loaded with action, yep. and then it's a bunch of dead space in between. Not dead space, but you know, like uh, torture sequences. Middle. Basically, yeah. it's like yeah, so uh, yeah. character yeah. development. It is filled yes. with character development. Yeah, <laughs> the yes. pacing yes. is awkward. It almost has nowhere to go but to. Yeah. After the first twenty minutes, you have to slow down. To some yeah, anything's going to feel like, uh, yeah. you know, a grind to a halt. And I agree with both of you guys. Like that, the pacing gets kind of wonky, which is why I gave it four and a half stars, like Jaws. And I was like, <laughs> like, the pacing is not quite as wonky. It might be another five star Indiana Jones movie for me because I, yeah. yeah, I don't think I even said this in the last one, James. You, you were there. You might remember. I don't think I said Raiders is my favorite Spielberg movie. Like, uh, I'm not sure if I said that. Or Man, not. I don't know. What you talking about? You know, I can't remember either. We both have bad <laughs> memories. Me and you have the same brain, Matt. Like it's like in <laughs> wait, one ear out the other. Like, so, what thing. is your favorite? I, I think mine is Raiders. I, th- I mean, I, I oh, like he's saying Raiders is his favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I but I don't it think I isn't. No, no, no. I, I don't think it I said is. that on the actual episode. Which I thought ah, afterwards okay. I was like, wow, I really should have mentioned Raiders, my favorite Spielberg movie. Because if you did, it would have been at the very beginning, probably. And then that's yeah. why it's hard know. to pick, though. But I was when I watched it again for this, I was like, I think this is it because this is kind of like exactly what I, I want from a movie. Yeah. The, so. the, the the funny thing is, that it may have been either Matt or james like i don't remember which one but uh when i stated that my favorite spielberg movie was always like yeah. uh, like <laughs> it, it may have been like matt i mean yeah it was just like yeah what <laughs> you know what i'm saying oh like, yeah i i was too probably yeah like yeah like i i fucking love always so much like that movie brings me to tears every single time i watch it which is why i don't watch it all often because it just fucking like it, it depresses me, but like oh, it fills always. me with love. Like oh, I love always so much. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, know, I need to see like, that. I've never seen it. Well, I mean, I've heard, I, I I've also, heard good things. Yeah. Holly Hunter, man. I, I, I oh my yeah. gosh, she is amazing. She's a girl. I am obsessed with her, man. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. She's a, in that. Oh my gosh, she yeah. is amazing. Yeah, she's. There's a few shots when 
Steven Spielberg just shoots her and she's just like incandescent. Like it's it's amazing. <laughs> look what was ne- look what was next to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Always good. easy to to reach. Uh, your copy of Always. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, whatever episode we, Rob and I did together it was a long time ago. It was probably talking stuff we'd seen lately. You brought up Always, and I was like, Rob, nobody even mentions Always. <laughs> it's not even like in a bad or a good way. It's like one of the forgotten Spielberg movies. Yeah. Yeah. And then I yeah. watched it. Because we did that marathon, and I was like, I remember Rob saying he loves this movie, and I thought it was really good. I don't know if I could say I loved it, but I thought it was really good. I, I put it in the marathon. I was like, people need to watch always because it's like nobody talks about it, <laughs> and uh, yeah. it comes out the same year as last year's shade. Like, yeah, it's like the forgotten thing. Um, but it's really good. I really like it. Uh, yeah, but you're like lo- the first I lo- person. Like, yeah, I love doing that. By the way, I, I love <laughs> being the guy who just loves uh, the works of a famous director. Like, who, oh, like hey. you know, you, yeah, like, like my favorite George Romero <laughs> movie is Martin, and oh, like, like, and, and like, I tell people that, and they're like, "What?" You know what I'm saying? It's like that's it's not Martin like, was so hard to see, which I finally have the, the 4K, and I'm so happy. They're I'm, also I'm, probably I'm like, like, "What's Martin?" <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, exactly. Like, like I, I remember, uh, like there, there was a George Romero super fan on Twitter. And like he, he like they did a Twitter prompt on uh like George Romero, like what's your favorite George Romero movie? And then of course you have your creep shows and your nights and your day and your dawns and and I was like Martin, it was like bold, very bold. <laughs> I was like, that's me. <laughs> well, I, I feel like that's to me with saying like Days of Thunder. That's my favorite, you know, oh, Tony Scott. Yeah. Like, yeah. like what? Everyone hates Dave. Oh, doesn't hate it, but you know, there's like they don't even care. Like even as a Tom Cruise movie, no one seems to really care about it. It's it's weird. But, yeah. <laughs> no, like I like I remember like uh like like yeah, you post about that Days of Thunder a lot, and uh <laughs> it, it was it was it was you and Mike. It was you Sorry. and Mike who got no 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 no. It was you and Mike who got me to rewatch it because you and Mike were going back and forth with your love affair of Days of Thunder, and and I rewatched Days of Thunder, and I was like, yeah, this movie rules. Like I remember liking it as a kid, and, and 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 it was I rewatched it, and it's like it, it's such a perfect movie, especially that that uh, that final freeze frame is one of the greatest oh, yeah. freeze frames yeah. of of all time. Even though my my preferred favorite uh, freeze frame ending is uh, Angel Terminators Two with uh, uh, Moon Lee and Sybil Hu. <laughs> like, like I posted it, and everybody was like, "No, you're wrong," and I'm like, "I'm not." <laughs> like, if you see that final freeze frame, you will see I am not wrong in my choice, buddy. <laughs> but, but the the ending freeze frame of Days of Thunder comes a, a incredibly close to being just, just it's absolutely good. perfect. Yeah, it's it's such a great, just pure, just pure-hearted uh, freeze frame ending. Like oh god, we're we're, we're like no, we're like we're, we're turning into Days of Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Days of Thunder side <laughs> podcast going on. We're we're so far into James territory, we might never get back to Temple of Doom. <laughs> I got a question to get us back on track. I got a question to get us back on track. I'll go one by I swear, one. I swear. Would you would you rather be in the snake pit in Raiders or in the bug room in Temple of Doom? Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> Do you think that the bug room does that count as an action set piece? Is maybe that why they feel like they did have something to break it up? Or there's the fight in the bedroom, but they're, they're yeah. just not like I guess they're just not big set pieces. I guess is what I'm saying. Like yeah, it's a it's a set like, piece. I don't know if I call it right. action. It's like it's a, right. They're just not uh, big. Well, yeah. they're gonna die. Well, no. I would say maybe. 
<laughs> stakes are high for sure. The stakes are high. Uh, but James, would okay. you rather be in that snake pit or in that bug room? Uh, I think I'd rather be in the snake pit, honestly. Okay. I don't like I, bugs. No, yeah, I, 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 I agree with James. Like, Give, give me the snakes because them bugs, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, bugs like especially, especially the kind of bugs, like the, oh, yeah. whatever the whatever the fuck was in uh, a Willie's hand. Oh, you know it's, it's like, like a leaf praying mantis, but like, it's like, like giant. It, 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 it looks like something from a fucking Stuart Gordon movie. Like, I was gonna no. say it looks mutated. <laughs> yeah, it's, like the sound <laughs> of the bugs, like the crunch. Oh, mm. oh. Mm-hmm. Just gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'll take the snakes all day. I love snakes, so I oh, want okay. one. Like, I love oh, the snakes. No. This is I, I wouldn't want to go. I'm like Lindsay. <laughs> I don't want to go near the snakes. I'll take the bugs <laughs> rather than the snakes. I, okay, I'm with Lindsay. I thought no one else was going to say it. I was like, yeah. I the snakes. I don't know. I, I can't they got snakes. teeth. Like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not happy about the bugs, but I'm like, not excited to be there. Um. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't like either one, but the snakes freak me out. Like I said, the snake surprise thing, just like, that just kills me every time that they open that snake up and yeah. more snakes pour it. I'm like, ah, uh, like, it's just, I'd fall off my chair backwards. I but... think technically they're eels. <laughs> oh, they are. Oh, are well, they? I think they're eels. Well, now I Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe All these years, I was like, <laughs> I just thought it made more, it made sense to put smaller snakes and a bigger snake i thought that was the game they look like <laughs> eels though they have like that translucent they do look like eels yeah you know nah, right? nah, nah, i just thought it was because there was water in there i just thought because they would get wet or something i'm looking it up now uh nah. now i have to finish this mystery um <laughs> you can you hear me typing? i hope you can't hear me typing click, i can't click, hear you typing. click 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 no okay coiled wrigley's oh. live baby eel stuffed inside a moist boa constrictor boom look at Actually, go. <laughs> All right. Jeez. I know oh. my long serpent to animals, I guess. Yes. And eels, to be fair, are tastier than snakes. So. <laughs> I have not had either one. So I cannot. I don't think they could get me to either one. I'd be like, I'm full. Or I so do want to try a snake. I've heard it tastes like chicken. Yeah, it does taste like chicken. Yeah. <laughs> they say that about so much. I feel I like I can't say it does. anybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that eel is... is when done right, it melts like butter in your mouth. It is so good. Oh man, you are not eel person. Oh. I mean, I, I like to try new things, but I don't know. I guess I have my limits. I didn't realize. Oh no, sushi! <laughs> sushi, it's amazing. <laughs> and plus, you've yeah. never been. You, also, you've never been gone on a school camp, and then the boys threw a live eel in your tent when <laughs> you were trying. Wow. To... Okay, oh, we're unlocking. Yeah. Here. Sorry, we're bringing yeah. up the drama here. So I decided Ooh. to eat it. <laughs> like I was an adult to get over it. You're like, I'll show those boys, bite the head off the. <laughs> exactly. No, look, 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 I grew up in Brooklyn. Like, we were comfortable with dope fiends and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like no, no eels for us and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the dope fiend dude over there on the corner and shit. Like, that, that was perfectly terrifying drama for us. <laughs> that, that is. To be fair, that is. <laughs> I grew yeah. I didn't have, uh, I, I grew up very comfortably and only had eels to be terrified of. Dang, eels. Um, um, I know. What were yeah. you saying, Matt? Sorry. I, I, was, I had nothing. What were you going to say, <laughs> I was just going to start talking. Um, oh. Well, I was just going to say that uh, I actually like, I think I might overall like the score to this one better than the first one, better than Raiders. Yeah. I like some of the, I mean, again, the score actually does touch into, but so I might sound stupid or something here, but you know, there's, there's hints of like Orientalism in the score too. 
but I don't know if that's really necessarily an issue if that's where it's taking place, right? Like if you're using music of that area mm-hmm. as part of the score, you know, like does that come into I don't know if that comes into it. I've never I don't I've never read anything about it. Like people having issues with that, but that's part of the yeah. score that I like, you know, like okay, so you know, just making sure. I don't know if it was <laughs> no, a hot I subject. I don't have like, I don't have the answer. I feel like it's it'd be like racist if like an Asian woman walked in the room and they play that like stereotypical like Okay, right. Set, you but know, it, like, it, right. That that's not of, how it's done. But yeah, having little it's just part of the music the score, of the, I don't think is yeah, okay. I don't think is bad. So yeah. Again, I mean, context yeah, my, matters, right? Like con- yes, context exactly. how it's used in the movie. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite shots is definitely feels like it's a bit of orientalism when that's when that assassin comes out of the painting. Like mm-hmm. I always yeah. forget mm-hmm. it's such an amazing, amazing shot, and that kind of works into it, but it's kind of working the art into the scene and it so it doesn't bother me as, as sort of much but that that is like i'm like oh steven well done <laughs> on that one like i always forget that he's there and all of a sudden he just comes out of nowhere <laughs> yeah it's uh okay so i was gonna ask everyone now that what this is gonna be hard to pick too do you have a favorite set piece in the movie you can break it down to small portions like just the bridge just the minecart, like the car chase the <laughs> pick take your pick you've got plenty of options so uh, uh rob i i i gotta go with the mine card. the mine card that yeah the mine card is just yeah. um i mean like the whole like the fight uh prior to that is exciting like you know with the with the with the, 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 the belt the rock crushing belt machine whatever the fuck mm-hmm. that thing is what you call it it is exciting <laughs> I, I like I like uh like dude getting crushed in it and all that stuff. Um I, I also gotta note that um, you know, my 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 action, you know, theme, my action Twitter brain. Um <laughs> that uh the, the fight choreographer was uh Philip Tan. Um yeah. you know what I'm saying, like who who's been in, you know, shitload of movies, but he's also the father of Louis Tan. Um, who has been in uh, many things like uh, Into the Badlands and uh, uh, what was that show? Uh, uh, Wu Assassins on Netflix. And Mortal Kombat. Uh, 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 I was getting to Mortal Kombat oh, because I, 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 I cause, no, James. My bad. My bad. <laughs> no, 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 because because I, I wanted to. Because I wanted to point out to this day that Mortal Kombat uh, 2021 is a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did a whole podcast on it. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I did a whole podcast on it too, and you know, we eviscerated it. Um, like that—that that was that—that that was the, the the like the most fun part. Like, uh, like you know, shout out to all the people involved. But uh, I, we had so much fun taking apart Mortal Kombat 2021. Uh, because of how much it sucked. <laughs> like, uh, even at my job, uh, I brought up Mortal Kombat 2021, and uh, my new boss was like, uh, oh, yeah, that movie sucked. <laughs> it's like, at least you know. <laughs> yeah, at least you know. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he He's basically the one who uh, trained uh, uh Kwan and, uh, like, his, his fight scene and all that stuff. Uh, which led to Kiyu Kwan, uh, like, you know, uh, becoming efficient in Fight Kwando, um, which led to him doing movies like Breathing Fire, and of course, uh, his incredible action sequences in Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, of course, which won him the Oscar. Um, which which uh, I I wanted to bring it back to uh, what Lindsay said. You know, she's like, where have I seen this guy before? Oh, it's Short Round. And it's like, 
Um, sorry, Lindsay, but uh, he was always data. <laughs> I was surprised. Like the fact, yeah, I was yeah. a little bit surprised at myself when I went. Wait, I didn't go for data first. I went for short round. Interesting. Yeah. Like the movies, <laughs> Goonies was yeah, it's Goonies. Like, like, like no, I, I, I have done this where like I'm, I'm trying to recommend everything everywhere all at once to people, and like, oh, like yeah, stars uh, Michelle Yeoh and Q Corn, and like they're like who that data from the Goonies, <laughs> and like, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and they immediately get it, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> But uh, going back to what the, the yeah the minecart chase is just it, it is the ultimate roller coaster ride uh, sequence in the movie uh, like it is literally a roller coaster ride yeah. you know <laughs> like that minecart chase like I literally where, I think they based the ride at Disneyland off of that sequence that's mm. yeah that's what I thought yeah because it's um, so similar to that the, yeah, everything absolutely. in that ride absolutely but what I love about it is I love the ending of it where. Indy uh, stops the minecart with his feet, and like his shoes are smoking. It's he's like, like water, yeah. water, 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 <laughs> water, and then he sees the huge float. Water, water. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those great comedic buttons to a scene because there's a couple yeah, the the, the bun thing when Willie gets in there and then bumps the stone with her butt and it's like starts all over again. No, no, it's like, like it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> that that scene that that moment is beautifully sold by Harrison Ford. <laughs> When she bumps it with her butt, he's like, "Hey!" Yeah. <laughs> like, then, what have you done? Uh, when she's in the the whole thing with like the animals and bugs on her, she thinks it's like the elephant, I think, and then like throws a snake. She's like, yep. "I'm not for you." There's so many good yeah. like little like comedic endings to these scenes that are just dude, there's like the comedy really helps mm-hmm. lighten up a lot of stuff in the movie, honestly. So, but, um, like, I, yeah. I think we underappreciate. Uh, we don't appreciate enough, I should say. Uh, Harrison Ford is a comedic actor. Yeah, uh, yeah. like, like uh, the, the Harrison is just like you know, like obviously you know, as Indy, he proves like he's such an efficient action hero. Mm-hmm. But he's so great in the comedy bits, like you know, what I'm saying, like, yeah. Spielberg like mo- sets it up for him, and he's able to knock it out of the park every yeah. single time. Yeah, yeah, he's like great in this. Yeah, no, that that moment where like you know he's chasing the the the, the one guy. And then, like, you know, like, off screen, like, you can't see it. But, like, you know, there's a shitload of guys, but you can't see it. But Harrison sells that so perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) And then he runs away. And it's, like, like 20 guys chasing after him. And it's it's just, like, Harrison's such a perfect actor. It's, like, I don't think we appreciate, like, you know, because, like, like, Harrison Ford, as an actor, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like we appreciate like, you know, all his roles like Han Solo, Indiana Jones, uh, the president in Air Force One. But it's just like, you know, like, you know, these these action roles, but like he's such a fucking great actor in like just everything. You know, may, I, like... may I recommend watching the Age of Adeline? He is so good. Oh, I haven't seen movie. that, yeah. No, it's yeah, like a, yeah. it's like a romantic melodrama. <laughs> Forgot but about that he movie. Oh is my god, so good in that movie. <laughs> He's yes. also really good in Morning Glory. Like, yes, Morning Glory, later. another good one. Also, yeah, Six Days really and good. Seven Nights. Six, yeah, uh, What yes. Lies Beneath. Great. Yeah. Another yeah. great oh. one. Another great movie. That oh I yes, yes, yes. What yes. I was so upset at him and um uh the one the, with the ghost book Michelle Pfeiffer you just mentioned. What Lies um, Beneath? Yeah, yeah. What Lies Beneath? Yeah. I was so pissed at him because I'm like Harrison. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> was, you're not meant to be the. Not meant to do that. No, he is no, so good. Like, I, 
that's what makes it so shocking. Like, you know, the twist in that, because it's like you love him so much in the movie. It's like when the twist comes, it's like, oh, Harrison, yeah. how dare you? How could you? <laughs> it's Michelle freaking Pfeiffer. Are you kidding me yeah. right now? Exactly. It's, but no, though, I don't think anyone, I don't think we can (laughs) underestimate how hot Harrison Ford is in this movie. There, yeah. I mean, he's, oh, yeah. a, he's a good. He's always been. Yep. He's still a good looking man. I know man. how hot he is. We but all know. This, no. <laughs> it's a hot What are you talking about? Oh my god! Like when he's like in the under the hypnosis thing, and he's just with that red string, and just uh, you just like, damn. And or even when he's in the white tux, or um, when they finally do the shadows, like yeah, that's the envy we all know. It's like he's gonna go and save everyone, and that's when you see relatively normal body uh, type too. It's like the exactly. whole yeah. thing yeah. of like these people in the seventies or eighties or whatever, and they have like relatively normal body types or bigger body types, and they're totally attractive just based off their charisma and yeah, how they are lit and filmed and stuff like that. Like you know, it's right, like it, no, no, yeah, like in in a in an era when like you know we had you know, the, the 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 body type, you know, was like Schwarzenegger Stallone. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the precedent. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was the sexiest with just, like, you know, his regular, yeah. you know, like, very mm. fit dad bod going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, Harrison. Oh, man, I have no idea. <laughs> you saying that, Rob? I don't I don't remember where I read it, but I was I read something similar recently uh, about that, like, the hard body era in the 80s mm, and uh-huh. that that's part of why you know whenever he does have his shirt off more at the end and stuff and yeah because that's what everyone was doing even though he doesn't have that body you know it's like it was still Harrison's like I'm not working out this is just yeah, yeah. I mean, Sorry. he was fit but not like yeah he's like know. I may w- lift a weight or two but that's yeah. it it's he was like, no Van Damme yeah. or Stallone or whatever you know no and yeah. that's why we love him exactly. no it was it, it was like uh, what was it I think it was a. Uh, you know, what was the honest trailers where uh, they were doing Die Hard and they said, uh, you know, like in a, in a in an era when everyone was a, a stereotypical uh, roided up uh, beast monster, <laughs> no one kicked more ass than the guy that who looked like your dad. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and that's Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. absolutely, in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know though, though this much, I sort of noticed how much Harrison Ford's kind of parenting QI one or the short round like um there's a scene when they're when they're in the village and everyone's kind of touching harrison which mm-hmm. i would have absolutely been in there not because i thought he was a dog <laughs> but because i just didn't want to touch harrison foot um but he's a uh, short one's just kind of wandering around and this woman tries to take him away and he doesn't and he's just sort of staring at the foreground looking up going oh no this isn't good and you can just see harrison tracking him with his eyes like just keeping yeah. an eye on him and like mm-hmm. or when he pulls him away from this from the altar that's meant to have the stone or that kind of thing or playing poker with them and they're accusing each other of cheating i'm like oh so he's not exactly like yeah he is the side kid sidekick but you can kind of see moments when um in the movie where he's kind of being parented a little bit and i just like oh that's it it's just adorable and it sort of shows that even though this is the fortune and glory indiana jones we haven't got yet to it belongs in the museum yeah harrison that yeah. it's more it's like the this, seeds of it yeah, yeah it's like this level of respect that he has for this young kid which you can yeah. see him being way more like fraternal towards him and it, looking down on him and like being like oh i gotta make sure he's safe he knows he's capable yeah and he like at the end on the on the bridge scene when he like speaks to him in chinese and tells him what they're doing mm-hmm. what he's doing with mm. the bridge it's like 
I know you know what I'm going to do. And so protect yourself. And I know you're going to be mm. okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, and they, yeah. yeah. That relationship is obviously both ways, too. It's, you know, yeah. He acts He's like Dr. Father, Jones. He also acts like his child. <laughs> to an extent because yeah. my favorite one of my favorite moments is you brought it up too earlier how he's kind of like mimicking him and whatnot but my yeah. favorite mimic scene is whenever they're eating and then like indy does something with his hands it's just like yeah. oh yeah though he, yeah he, it's, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah. short the, behind yeah. him you know yeah. And yeah. he does it too and it's like that's my favorite part no no but i love that like like that goes into later when uh, Indy is under the like the hypnosis of Mullerah, and it takes short round to bring him back. Yeah, mm. you know what I'm saying like you know, so that that I love that connection that the two of them have. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like he he's more than like you know a sidekick. Where it's just like almost like they 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 kind of like. I mean, like obviously the age difference is there, mm. but like it's almost like brother. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like I I you know what I'm saying. Like Indy, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, saying hey, he does what he has to do to bring Indy back to like Indy. And, and like, you know, it's like, okay, okay, you know what I'm saying? And I, I love that, you know what I'm saying, relationship between the two. Like that that's why I always like I I you know, one of the reasons why I love this movie so much. It's like because Q Quanish short round is just the greatest. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, remember... this is a great area era for kids' movies in general, and kids, you know, being represented yeah. in movies in a way that's respectful and you know mm. reflects what they actually are. Just de- yeah. delete what I said earlier, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'll never find it in the edit. Uh, no, it's like I do. I love Short Round. I'm glad we're talking about him too, because uh, then that moment that you just mentioned, Rob, when like he has to snap Indy out of it, he's like. It's like, I love you. It sounds so like genuine. Like it's so I'm like, I'm really touched every time that he's like mm-hmm. really pleading with him to like snap out of it. Um, I wish I wish he could have been in like at least another you know, only had like two other sequels, but I wish somehow there could have been more short round besides this movie. I know this is a prequel, which that's a good question. Did anyone replace know? him with Mutt in the fourth? Oh god, don't remember. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, this is my big gripe. No. I actually don't mind Crystal Skull as much. I just don't like Shia LaBeouf in it. Oh, that's I mean, he's my problem too. I'm just like, yeah. oh, it's like don't remind me about Mutt. Uh, yeah. like... Oh, oh, the 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 swinger from the vine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The Some swinger from the vine in that movie. <laughs> like, um, like, uh, like the, that's why Spielberg was like, like, yeah. Whoever wants to take it, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> <He's> like, <okay. laughs> I, oh, yeah, I do find the movies where you can tell Steven's kind of checked out, like the most fascinating, mm-hmm. like Hook yeah. to a certain degree, um, Crystal Skull, um, uh, uh, Ready Player One. I know, James, you do love that movie, and there are sequences, but sometimes I'm just like, yeah, Stephen wasn't in on that day. There's too much CGI, and he's just not, <laughs> he's, he's not there. <laughs> it just wasn't no, there that day. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 like, they're, they're he's making they're, the post. <laughs> here's the thing. With Crystal Skull, there is like, I would say like 40 minutes to an hour of it where Spielberg was like, yeah, I got this. And then mm-hmm. there's like, like the first, what, 25 minutes of it, the whole fucking uh, the opening sequence and all the way up until the nuke the fridge scene <laughs> where Spielberg is like, Okay, George, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> like uh, all right, sure, whatever. You you wrote it, I got you. Um, but whatever. And then after that, like, there's a lot of stuff where it's just like, like Spielberg's like, okay, okay. And then when we get to the swinging vine shit, where Spielberg's like, I'm out, 
out. He's on. He's on day that day. He's like, yeah, oh, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got <laughs> moments, and that's it. That's, it does it's have moments. Just... It's a mixed yeah. bag of stuff, and I feel like the stuff is really it's, bad. It's a co- like he makes competent <laughs> movies. Like there's nothing ever wrong with any movies that you make, and we should never degrade them because they're less than yeah. Raiders of the oh, Lost his or whatever. Worst movie well, is someone's best yeah, movie. Yeah, that, exactly. That exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's, a, it's an amazing bar that he set for himself. Oh, I know. I mean even in Jurassic Park 2, um there are moments in that movie. I mean that double T-Rex scene is yeah incredible. But then some of the dialogue in that movie, even I was re-watching it when I was doing we were doing the marathon episode, I was like, oh I forgot how bad the dialogue is in this movie. Um so <laughs> then you'll get the T-Rex wandering around San Diego and I'm like, okay, I'm back in. Like this is Yeah, I love the gold blue daughter stuff in that movie. Yes. Like it's it's great stuff happening in it. Like I yeah. really defend the Lost World as like being kind of or not Lost no, World. I, but the second one? No, no. Yes. Yeah, I love the Lost World. You know what I'm saying? Because me and Patrick was talking about this on the show where we were talking about Deep Rising, where it was like it, it was such an exciting era when it was like uh, I forgot who said it, but it was like, you know, the the, the the 90s was a really exciting era when um Jeff Goldblum was our version of Vin Diesel in that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Patrick was like, uh, so like was was Tree Williams our Scott Atkins of <laughs> that time. Kinda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like because you know he he because he did the substitute two, three, and four. And it was just like, uh, I, I mean, Gary Dandridge, I think, was a Scott, uh, Scott Atkins at that time. So I would say, like, what was Treat Williams? But it was just like, I I, I don't know. But, uh, like, yeah, I remember vividly going to see Lost World with my dad. And it's like, like, I've seen a lot of movies with my dad. So you're going to hear that come up a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of discussing movies like, yeah, I went to see this with my dad. You know what I'm saying? Because I saw every. I actually fucking, think I went to it with my dad as well. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yeah, Spielberg. You know, there, there, there are movies where it's just like, eh, you know, I, I can see maybe your heart wasn't fully into it, but it's like, you know, the the man is a master craftsman, and it's just like, like I, I, I always appreciate him because you could just see his love of film and everything he does. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and yeah. I, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, but, it's, it's Spielberg and Scorsese, you know what I'm saying? It was like, it, it's, it's the two of them out of, you know, the core five, because it's, you know, Spielberg, Scorsese, De Palma, Coppola, and uh, Lucas. Yeah. You know, those, those are the core five. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, those are the guys who reinvented cinema. And you can see, like, Coppola, De Palma, and Lucas have kind of just, like, you know, they've moved on. You know what I'm saying? Movies don't mean the same as much to them. Oh, but I don't know. This... Metropolis is coming out. If Metropolis ever comes out, the Coppola might be back on. Yeah, yeah. I would I would replace Spike Lee or uh, Spike Lee for um, Lucas. Well, part of that Brat Pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, group that's of them true. That went to the yeah. Movie. They were all friends and hung out. Yeah. yeah. That's what you're talking yeah. about, Robin. Assume that... No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But like it's like Franklin's not part of that group. Lexi got. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Was no, no. He Scorsese. He's, he's did friends teach with all them. And, yeah, yeah. Yes. Went, but yeah, yeah. Scorsese is like buddies with Spielberg and Scorsese, as far as or, uh, Spike Lee. Spike yeah, Lee yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he, he told him. Too, yeah, he told him in the Nang Lee. Like yeah. I love that. But he's a little um, too young. He room. came in late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like for for years on my Facebook page, I had a uh, 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 cover photo of the five of them sitting at a dinner table. Just posing together, and you know what I'm saying. It, it was, it's, a, it's one of my favorite pictures ever. But um, I mean, even though the Palma is, is, is my favorite out of those five, it's because I just love the Palma so much. Um, Spielberg and Scorsese obviously still love film. Like it, it, you can see it in everything they do from here on out. Where everyone else, every everyone else is kind of just like, yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean well, the same to me anymore. It feels like I mean, Spielberg and Scorsese have kind of adapted more. Like De Palma, yeah. like his thing is like it, like his thing may not be as fitting with the times that we're living in, or he might not be able to adapt as well. I would say, yeah, mm. yeah. I, I, I feel like I, I, they got I burned more. I felt I, I like, yeah, like that. That, probably that yeah. too. They got like De Palma got burned multiple times. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bonfire the Vanities was a huge misfire. Mission to Mars. I feel like he's like, that thing sucked. Like, there's so many movies in Palma's <laughs> like, this sucked. Like, he goes through all these like misfires. And I mean, the best directors, if they have enough misfires, then I feel like they lose their, uh, I, I guess, ability to get things. Go- John Carpenter, like, it's like after mm-hmm. a couple oh, yeah, of fires, yeah, so like, yeah, we'll give him money like, to make mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, or, I know he's kind of retired, but yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, uh, no, I was, I was going to mention uh, Carpenter because he's a, the purest example of just like, I'm overfilled. Right. Like, just <laughs> like done with it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like me and Lindsay, I mean, we met, you were there too. Like, you know, when Lindsay was doing her, uh, the Palma, uh, Oh yeah, uh, we did. Series. Oh like, yes. Yeah. Like yeah. we did. No, uh, I, I we did. love the yeah. Palma. Like, yeah, he's, he's my guy. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but like, he is a know, little bit like, more, I will say he's more inconsistent than Spielberg, but I love him, the Palma because of that. Like he's, he's willing to take a bigger yeah. swing. Absolutely. Like, the fact that like, I got, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matt, you, me, and Lindsay did uh, Raising Kane, if I remember. Correctly. Yes. Yeah, we did. But um, <laughs> I, I remember, like, if you, if you ever want to hear how much I love the Palma, listen to me and Lindsay's episode where we did the conversation of blowout. Um, great episode. Which is just great double. Like, yeah. Like, like where, like, if, if you know, what I'm saying that's the equivalent of uh, me just getting down on my hands and knees and just like unzipping fucking Palma's <laughs> pants. <laughs> Like, a little as well. I mean, yeah, that was that was. Uh, uh, <laughs> there's so much in my brain right now that you've talked about that I just want to say I, I don't even know where to be. So I was just say, start. Like, well, just start. We'll just go, go way yeah. back to uh, when Lexi said something about not judging Spielberg or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I should a little bit because of how good he is. Like whether it's fair or not, I I still do judge him because I do know how good he is and I know how easy he can do all this stuff so whenever i do see something like crystal skull or even some of his more ready player one or something where things are just like loose and don't feel the same as you know or as as high a bar whatever i don't know how to explain it then i feel like his heart's not in it whatever he's just kind of chilling but that like i said i don't know if that's fair for me to judge it against him like that but it just is whether it's fair or not, I still notice it, and other people will notice it, right? And so they're going to be like, "Oh well, 
uh, this crystal school, you know, like all that. There are, and sorry, see, I'm getting jumbled up in my own thoughts. <laughs> Whenever I see the moments that work, it's worse when you, they're mixed in the same movie, like where the moments that really work in oh, crystal school yeah. and they're yeah. like, that's a Spielberg moment. And it's perfect. Like the, the chase scene in the car and they're on the motorcycle. Like, yes, it's amazing. And then, but then you get later and you're like, wait, what's going on here with the jungle stuff? Yeah. And it's like, it's like two different people directed those. It's movies. also hard because these directors who are so used to using these practical effects are moving into the future using these computer graphics. Sure. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they are able to adapt. Sure. Um, and also, I think it's also hard with Spielberg because he has such a huge, huge breadth of work that covers so much and Mm -hmm. and not everyone is like extreme movie fans like us where they'll uh seek out the entirety of his catalog and some will just dive in on indiana jones or you know they're like they only see crystal yeah exactly and bfg Mm. they're gonna be like what yeah exactly yeah (laughs) it's a spielberg guy yeah Mm. right no no i i i 100 agree where it's like Spielberg still has that love of film where it's like uh, what James just mentioned, like, you know, the car and motorcycle chase, which is my favorite moment in Christmas Gold. And you can see where it's like Spielberg is firing on all cylinders there because that's like stuff like that is what inspires him the most. But then it's like when you bring in the CG, where it's like mm-hmm. the, effort, the aforementioned swinging on the vines bullshit. Uh, like like that fucking climax, and it's like he's just like, oh, dude, really? And, and you know, it's like like that's more of a Lucas thing because Lucas is fully giving himself the technology, you know. And I love Lucas, but you know, what I'm saying he's just like, oh, like yeah, man, CGI, it's a wave in the future, bro. Fortunately, <laughs> <laughs> he was right about that. Like, um, yeah. as much as I like to dunk on Phantom Menace, that movie is probably one of the most influential movies in terms of technology. Ever like that in it's Jurassic Park? It's, yeah, it, Phantom Menace is a movie that shouldn't exist. That's what the fuck is wrong with it. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, so, sorry, sure. Andy. Sorry, Andy. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> yeah, Andy and Chris are just like just listening. Stopped, looked up, and just did this kind of turn across the country to look at each other. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Me, 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 and Patrick, like we didn't record an episode, so we released like you know. This bonus audio footage where it was just like us bullshitting, like because you know, like if if you notice, like the chainsaws and claws episodes are like just exceptionally long. Um, <laughs> as much as we uh, try to keep them at a reasonable, I, length, I know all saying? about it, Rob. I know all, I'm on this <laughs> show every single week. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, like, but like you will listen to like a two and a half hour episode of Chainsaws and Claws, but like. Me and Patrick have been recording like and talking for five hours. You know what I'm saying? Because me and Patrick just we talk. Well, as as Chris uh, Chris would say, I'm the talker. Yeah, Rob's a talker. Fuck you, Chris. I love you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like yeah, like me and me and Patrick will fucking talk forever. We'll, we'll we 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 be there for five hours. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot, there's a lot of recorded stuff that you haven't heard with just me and Chris bullshit. Uh, me and Patrick just bullshit. And um, so we decided to release some of that, and we just released it this week uh, at the time of this recording of, uh, uh, like, it was basically half an hour of me and Patrick just bullshitting, and, and um, we 
like we were talking about Star Wars, and uh, I said some things about A New Hope, and, and Andy was like, "Rob, how could you? How dare you?" <laughs> I was like, oh, look, I, I love I love a new hope, but it's it's not that great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Andy's a really nice guy until you start dissing Star Wars, then <laughs> God, set him God, off. God. Yeah, no. yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. God, God bless Andy. Like, you know what I'm saying? The most positive person I've ever met in my entire life. Uh, I, I I love that man. He he is he is the best of us. And uh, like, you know, I I I'm Incredibly sorry for angering him about my thoughts on as a new you book. should be. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you upset Andy? No, they've got to have pretty thick skin about any kind of Star Wars criticism at this point because yeah. they're on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see it every yeah. day. <laughs> like you open Twitter, you're never looking for it. Star it's like Wars. someone crapping oh, on something Chris, about Star Wars. Yeah, Chris especially because Chris constantly posts about Star Wars and he always gets some fucking weird ass randos in his mentions. Like, hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, hey, Last Jedi was good. Hey, no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. It's very strange. Yeah. It's very weird. I don't think I've ever tweeted I, about Star Wars for that very reason. Uh, just never oh, I was yeah, neither have I. <laughs> no, yeah. that's what Patrick said. When we posted that, Patrick was like, I realize we, we, we start with a fucking Star Wars discussion and we end with a Zack Snyder discussion. Please pray for us. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. I was only going to say one last thing to Lexi. Uh, you said you kind of enjoyed Crystal Skull. Sorry. Yeah, I, I like Crystal Skull in general. I think it's like a very enjoyable movie. I just don't like the Shia LaBeouf stuff. It's okay. just unnecessary and he's not good. Nobody likes Shia LaBeouf. Well, yeah. it's, <laughs> except because... Steven Spielberg in the late 2000s for some reason. Yeah. Transformers. Uh, oh, yeah. Jones. Was he was a, I like him in Transformers. I like him in Transformers oh, too. Yeah, I was just I'm just say saying that not... like he was like Spielberg's like oh, guy yeah. for a couple years. I think mm, there was something yeah. else he got him in. I don't remember. I thought there was something else. Uh, he was there was in. like Eagle Eye, the and then also oh, the one about Disturbia. the Disturbia. Disturbia, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I made like too, a bajillion dollars. Like it was so much money. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what was? And then and, Disturbia. Uh, Disturbia. Oh wow. Yeah, Which and then he made. It's fun. Yeah, and that. And then he made Crystal Skull and uh, LaBeouf dunked on it in public. And then it was like, yeah. oh, right. you're done, buddy. You're mm-hmm. done. I think that you're was done. like at the height of his like alcohol and drug addiction uh, stuff. Like... I mean, he's not a nice guy in general, it seems. But no. Yeah. Oh, no, he's That's a piece sad. of shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I sp- <laughs> but yes, I do enjoy Crystal <laughs> enjoy. Skull. Okay, well, I was going to say... <laughs> It's going to be a while when, until we get to that episode, but there, yeah. there's more to it that I dislike that, that's actually based on things that from previous films, other characters. Mm. Well, mm, spoiler. You know, <laughs> little teaser. Little teaser there. Yeah, yeah teaser there. Um, but I also watched, uh, speaking of, you're talking, Rob talking about the Fantastic Five, whatever. I don't know. Rat Pack. Uh, I just yeah. rewatched Rumblefish yesterday, and that's oh. a movie that. Where you can see Coppola, how much you love movie at that time, like watching yeah. Rumblefish, mm. you're like, that's just him, his every movie, like his, that's just a movie movie, you know, like I don't know, how, you know, like that sounds stupid, but you know, like he's just making a movie that's like all the things he loves about yeah. movies and how you can make a movie, and it's like it's awesome. And let, it's let, so let me tell you, James, if you ask Patrick, that's the last thing that Coppola, the last good thing that Coppola made. Oh yeah, he, he said that. He said. He said oh really? Time. When Dracula's sitting right over there. I, I don't. I didn't even. Oh, get into it. 
let, let's not get into Dracula. Has he seen let's... Jack? Has he? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out that. No. Uh, that oh my a, god! Another tangent. That might be the craziest one-two punch in movie history to go from Dracula to Jack. Because I don't think there's anything yeah. in between. Like, and for Coppola well. to be the guy that made The Godfather. And go okay, you Jack. have your next answer for same director, different two oh. movies. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hold on to that in your back Anything. No. Take Jack and pair anything else he made. <laughs> it's like, what is No, nuts. like, uh, Co- Co- Coppola had a weird 90s, like Godfather really 3, <laughs> uh, Dracula, Jack, The Rainmaker. Like, like that man's <laughs> 90s was just all over the fucking Very chaotic. Place, man. Uh, and some really might say don't... his best era. <laughs> oh. I, I, don't, oh. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Coppola. Uh, no, like... I, I agree, though, that now he's not. Obviously, Spielberg and Scorsese are the only two that are still doing it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. No question. Like, like no, yeah. Okay. Like, they're the, they're the only two that really appreciate, like, you know, like, still love film. Like, oh, every yeah, everyone... Then... Every, Everyone else has moved the fuck on. You know no, it's like, like even I got Fableman's make... last year, and I'm gonna get oh, um, yeah. Killers of the, the Moon, Fable Moon, uh, Moon uh, mm-hmm. Nick, uh, this year, which like yay. But even when you're watching the Fableman's, there's the shot when young Stevie. Um, I know it's meant to be Sammy, but it's Stevie. <laughs> I know. It's um, yeah, <laughs> is, it. um, playing the movie in the, in the prom, and then he does this amazing. Um, oh shoot, I'm blanking on the name. 1960. Um, Michael Powell. Serial killer movie um, about the guy Tom? who films his own. Yeah, Peeping Tom. He's got this Peeping Tom shot where you've got young Stevie looking through the reel. And yeah, this is a guy who still loves and lives and breathes cinema. Like he's still putting oh, in yeah. those movie references into his, his movies. Well, him and, and Scorsese. Scorsese's going to do the exact same thing in yeah, like, And yeah. I am so excited. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? The Spielberg, he just, you know, like when. He he was nominated for the Fablemans and lost, but he's still applauding who won because he loves movies so much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he also it doesn't fucking matter. Great filmmakers, like uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think like the I, I'm a big uh, defender of the West the West Side Story remake because I think mm. that that is an appropriate remake. Like I yes. feel like there's remakes that are appropriate and that one is appropriate and he took the proper measures for it and most of the casting is really great and a lot of the set pieces are amazing and you can just tell every part of that film that he makes such reverence for the original but just simply updates it to its time because he as we saw bringing it back to temple of doom like he always want you could see he like always wanted to make a musical like that first yeah, number yeah, yeah, yeah. is like mm. a, a, an homage to that like every part of it is like so intricate and detailed um it's kind it it's it's stunning like the uh, the person who i i was gonna shout her shout her out uh barbara matera who made the costume for uh kate capshaw she actually used beads from the 20s and 30s and hand sewed that wow. dress she looks like good those dresses are gorgeous like yes the opening one in the yeah. um in the one she's wearing when she's in the indian castle it's like oh yeah. it looks so good like the <laughs> amount of detail it's amazing i was like i i can't believe that of all people in the world, I understand when to use computers for some things and it's appropriate to use it for stuff. But like Steven Spielberg, he should be able to get like 
real effects, real production design done for him at the drop of a hat. Like Greta Gerwig was able to do it for Barbie. Like she got a paint shortage. Like he should be able to do the same thing. Well, I I think that he, that's why he's, well, I mean, Ready Player One, obviously not standing or whatever, but he's since then now seems to be moving toward just making things that he wants to make more. Yeah. Like West Side Story remake. I think that's more reference to like like the Crystal Skull stuff because like that stuff is like so iffy sometimes. Like I like Mm -hmm. the movie in general, but there is some like where they're saying where they're like trying to be like okay let's use cgi because we have it and but when Mm -hmm. now that we're looking like 20 years in the past like it's like does not age as well as these movies right oh also is that your favorite sequence in the movie uh which one (laughs) because matt asked us earlier (laughs) i realized that question a long Uh, time ago Uh, yeah, I would say probably the intro scene and then also the the railway scene in the bucket because that reminds me of the ride, which is my favorite thing in Disneyland because I'm in California, I've been there a bunch, so I've never been. I know I'm so jealous because I'm co hosting with you, Matt. I got you, I'm bringing this back around to I appreciate it. I was trying, I was thinking, like, I asked a question, I gotta get back to that. That's why you're the secret fifth guest, you did the right thing. Uh, so have, oh, I've wanted to ride that ride for years because I I live on the East Coast, so we went to Disney yes. World, and I would I would see like advertisements or something for yeah. like this Indiana Jones coaster, and I'd be so sad that it was all the way across country Disneyland. I'm like, damn it, build it here, and right. like it looked the coolest ride. You guys, <laughs> we should plan a 2024 trip to Disneyland <laughs> in California, and we'll all meet there and go to Indiana Jones. <laughs> We need a podcast group meetup. We need to figure this <laughs> out. I will be there. I, I will book a flight and yes. I will be there. Like, yeah. Like, let's Lindsay do needs it. the most notice because she has to go very far. I know. You have to go the, the flight to, to go to Disneyland with money. you guys will be absolutely be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a, you know, I want uh, to go to almost four year old sucking us dry. Come on, man. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Listen, you got to get her making like make okay. some money, get a job, Every get time out there. She wants There's a labor shortage. Tell her we <laughs> yeah. are going to Disneyland. We can't buy you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. See how well yeah, she right. takes it. Yeah, no, she'll, she'll get it right. No. No. Uh, so, no. Okay, uh, Lindsay, what is your favorite set piece? Of the movie? Um, yeah, probably the opening, and but also the bridge sequence when mm. um, everyone's screaming. He's communicating to short round in Chinese just the whole it, i mean yes he's have he's got no shirt because it's 84 and that's what he did but just um with him with the machete and see you in hell i don't know it's such a dramatic moment and just with the crocodiles down believe he like he's really showing you all the stakes yeah it's a great um, build up to the it's a great yeah, yeah it's amazing and um yeah but all but i because i forgot sort of watching it again when the action starts down below in, in the in the cave, how it just keeps going, and then you get to the bridge, and then it's that. So it's kind of like this, yeah. like almost nice um, breather, even though it's so tense. Yeah, it's that is it's good stuff. James, did you you didn't answer? Did you? <laughs> did we? Uh, no, I don't think okay. so. But I, it's it's tough to choose one. I mean, kind of because yeah. they're all every every set piece is so good because he, he does make them all good in this one. Um. I think mine's probably the beginning too, though. Honestly, like the the musical number, but into that whole just the whole Club Obi Wan sequence, like mm. just up until they get into the plane. That whole first little chunk 
yeah one of my favorite it's i, I do love when they shut the plane oh we're escaping and then you oh yeah the door and it <laughs> it's his plane another great fine. another great comedic beat at the end of that scene yeah like, like the the detail orientation of every set piece is kind of amazing and attention to detail because i feel like people have kind of learned from him in this aspect of like how what is the most we can make of this that setup that we have right here like right. as you said earlier matt like the idea of her butt pushing the the stone in in the bug cave it's like how do we amp this up a little bit more it's like such a perfect like let's just have a a butt like a like a rock there <laughs> but, in her and that was like butt. triple because didn't, yeah, it, it didn't happened three round, times. yeah short round did it already yeah. before whenever he was like don't touch it oh yeah he leaned up against it and then, it's <laughs> the comedic <laughs> power of three he's following <laughs> the covenants of comedy set forth before him yes hmm. uh <laughs> i guess i have to go with the mine card too it would definitely be cheating to say like from the uh, title all the way to the wrap on of the plane <laughs> um yeah but uh, I'll just say the minecart, but because I want to go on that ride for years, I was like, I want to go yeah. on that Indiana Jones ride. The whole movie feels like it's like Steven Spielberg making like an amusement park ride, except for that yeah. chunk where it's so But it's like, which is great. I mean, if you're gonna make, I know it's like it's almost used as a a negative a lot these days. Like, oh, these yeah. movies are theme park rides. But I feel like this is like the best version of that. Like, if you're gonna make a theme park ride movie, this is like the ultimate one. And it uh, is. And I feel I feel like unfortunately this movie kind of took away the greatness that would have been an indiana jones haunted house movie oh my god because <laughs> of the backlash this film got and i just like remember learning about diane thomas right working on the script for them and they decided to scrap it for i do love last crusade but i just like that would have just been utter magic if they had done that huh. yeah no yeah because spielberg was like ah, uh, i already i already did poltergeist and mm -hmm. You know, like you know, let, let, let's just do something else. It's like, no, no, you fool! Yeah, <laughs> just do that. You never have enough haunted houses. Okay, no, never. somebody go back in time and tell them to make the haunted house. <laughs> like yes. we need, we need that too. Um, we do, I, but it's okay, guys, because we're getting a pro haunted house movie this year. I, I, I am so, so excited. For Hayden's that. ears just perked up. <laughs> He just shot out of bed like, don't wait, that daddy. Is like, what? a <laughs> fabulous trailer, by the way. Like, yeah. it's oh, good, so it's good. to learn, yeah. like, from that movie about how to create a trailer. Yeah. It's still yeah. perfect. <laughs> the movie's not going to live up to the trailer, but I'm still going to go opening with No, I mean, of course so I'm going to go. It's a yeah. I know. stupid like Perot movie. Of course <laughs> I'm going to be there. Yeah, me too. I love, I love them, those man. movies. They're dumb. Oh, I love them. They're garbage, but they're the best garbage. Oh, now Hayden's crying somewhere. <laughs> no, no, I mean like Single that in the tears. best way. I mean like Got me to enjoy Brana, those come movies. on. I know, I know what you mean. No, you no, have he, to I... poke fun of him. He's so full of himself. Like he is he so is. pompous. He's gotten me to enjoy those movies more than I expect. And this one looks like it probably is going to be my favorite with the whole like yeah. haunted house aspect. I'm yeah. pretty intrigued. In Venice, I'm like fully there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I do want to bring up, especially Lexi was going to be here. I was thinking of this. The cinematographer for all yes. of the original trilogy, mm. uh, Douglas Slocum, who yeah. two really interesting things, lived to be 103 years old. <laughs> and and I was shocked by that because I looked at his date of birth. I was like, oh, it's sad. And I was like, 103? It's like uh, okay. lived a great life. Didn't use a light meter apparently, which was people were shocked by for these for lighting the movies. So his last film was The Last Crusade. So he, he just like, out lived out the last like twenty years of his life, being like, I made all these amazing movies, like mm -hmm. The Pirates of Penzance, you know, Lady Vanishes, Julia, like 
all these amazing movies and he's just like oh the great gatsby like i'm just gonna live and like make great movies <laughs> yeah. he went out on a good one too went out yeah exactly this and movie, then yeah. for like another 25 26 yeah. years like he, yeah, yeah good what a run yeah T- temple of doom looks so good i mean yes it, looks it has really a good. lot of reds like yeah. toward yeah. the end but i like red so every time you put me in a red movie i'm like thank you um but <laughs> it is yeah it looks so good i mean is i mean the way the matte paintings are used in this movie I love they're not as like seamless as like a really great matte painting, but I love the matte paintings and how they're shot. I mean, it's so good. It's it's so yeah, I love it. By the oh, way, yeah. he also was the cinematographer on the original Italian job. If you haven't oh, watched ooh. that, I haven't seen that yet. I really like the remake. It's fine. The remake is yeah. great. It's great. Yeah, I've seen that multiple Here. times. I've never seen the you're meant to blow the bloody doors off. Uh, I see Rob. I have to apologize, James, because no, uh, uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't you. It wasn't you. It was you. it was Ron. Um, what I do? <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, it was Ron from Filmstrip Podcast because we oh, okay. him recorded uh, uh, um, podcast on my ill-fated uh, Wrath of Stafe podcast. Where we talked about the remake of the Italian Job, which never came out. Um, of course, uh, going inside with uh, um, the episode I did with Matt on uh, Ghosts of Mars, another episode of Wrath State that never came out. You should just release <laughs> them on um, Chainsaws and Claws just as like a bonus. Yeah. 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 Episode. yeah. So you should just put those uh, ones out. Yeah, I still have those episodes. Like, I still have every recording because um, I recorded. Uh, uh, Ghost of Mars with Matt. I recorded Collateral with Wendy. I recorded uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels with Mike. Collateral, um, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's brief, but it's memorable. Uh, yeah, brief case. He's, in, he, he's, in the, he's in the movie for a whole 10 fucking seconds. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember him. In- <laughs> I like that you're being he's in the very beginning. Whenever. He hands off a case yeah, to Tom Cruise. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I remember yeah. that, yeah. I was like, see, 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 I, I was, see, see, I got confused because James and Ron have two extraordinary beards so i was like which be- which extraordinary beard did i record with oh no that was wrong not james i'm sorry <laughs> but like yeah like i i i still want to put those episodes out because uh uh i love that episode me, me and uh matt recorded and uh it, it was it was uh that ep- like that recording i did uh was part of like the longest period of podcasting i've ever done oh yeah because <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay Lindsay was a part of that because me and I her was. did yeah like if, if, if me and her started at what four o'clock right Lindsay well yeah. four o'clock my time where we did uh American anthem and American rickshaw for her show a, cl- a classic yep <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite things I've ever done. Every everything everything I've done with Lindsay is one of my favorite pieces of podcasting ever. <laughs> um, and then me and Matt did Irma Vep for this show mm-hmm. for film uh, for uh, film feast, and then we did Ghost of Mars for uh, Wrath of Stave. That just never came to fuck out <laughs> because I re- I recorded so many episodes and it's just like they're all just sitting there 
You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm just such a piece of shit for not releasing them. <laughs> well, this sounds like your your announcement to release them. So I, I think mean, you should. I, yeah. yeah, I should. I, I just, I, I should. You know what I'm saying? Because I have so many great episodes recorded. There's one episode that, that I'm not proud of that I want to re-record with somebody oh. else. Uh, with uh, <laughs> someone that, with, with uh, a, a certain motherfucker who I, I won't mention. But uh, I definitely need to re-record that episode because, like, uh, like fuck you, guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, what if he was talking I mean, about me? No, I was kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, but, a, but, there's Ghost of Mars, and you're like, hang on, wasn't I on the set? Wait a minute, I was on Ghost of Mars. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no. like, no, Matt, let me tell you what shit, like, uh, Patrick had, because um, th- th- this was at the beginning of me and Patrick's friendship. Where, pa- uh, where Patrick thought that, uh, you know, where me and Patrick would like just start becoming like really great friends. Um, I, I decided on doing this Wrath of State show, and Patrick was like, oh, like, yeah, like, you know, you want to do Ghost of Mars? And I'm down. And oh, I was man. like, oh, Matt already uh, uh, requested that. You know what I'm saying? He was like, somebody requested to do Ghost of Mars? <laughs> Underrated movie. Underrated. We gotta put it out there. That movie needs its, re- uh, its reputation rehabilitated. I think. Um, I think we did a good no, job. Yeah. I'll pass on the back, but I think we did a good job. No, no, we did a great job talking about that. And it was like I remember I, I I mentioned that on my Twitter talking about how Ghost of Mars is the is is a better Doom movie than the Doom movies that actually fucking came out. <laughs> and everybody was like. No, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Oh, that, that's good. That was going to go the other way. That was going to go the other way. Bad. No, like, everybody was like, you're 100% correct in that assessment. And I was like, I know, I know. And I, ha- I have an episode where we discussed that, and it just never got fucking released because I'm an asshole. <laughs> oh, no, no. Just one day, you can just, just start putting them out, like, you know, on a different, like, uh, like a di- you know, the same feed as Chainsaw and Claws, but say, like, hey, I'm doing the Wrath of State series, too. I think it'd be kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like everything will, uh, everything will just put be put out there like a fucking Netflix series. Where it's like everything, <laughs> no, everything don't do that. Re- uh, <laughs> I just dropped twenty podcast episodes at once. Here you go, everybody. It's like, oh boy, okay, to choose your own adventure at that point. Um, uh, well, I guess we should back simple do. Uh, I don't know. What else. <laughs> well, uh, well, by the way, nineteen eighty four is a banger year for movies. Ooh, like it's yes. like so every good. every so okay. So the first top movie is Ghostbusters. This is bo- box office, by the way, of 1984. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, Gremlins, Karate Kid, Police Academy, Footloose, Beverly Hills Cop, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, Terms of Endearment, and Romancing the Stone. This is the top 10 movies of 1984. Wow. What a I would watch no, all yeah. of those. I think I've seen all of those. Yeah, they're all... Yeah. yeah. It's can, nice. can, I, can I just point out, like, I I am proud of that because I was born in 1984. <laughs> That's a good 1984, and then number 11 is Splash. Like it's wow. it's crazy. You can just go on and on. Also, Body Double came out that year. Five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the, can can I point out? I've looked this up. Police Academy was the, the number one uh of box office uh winner for the weekend i was born wow oh, wow that's so informative yeah. <laughs> like when, when i was i was born on a saturday and fucking police academy was the number one movie of that it, was, it was rolling 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I remember y'all. Y'all don't haven't heard it yet, but last episode we talked about Raiders of the Lost Ark being the number mm-hmm. one movie of '81. Yeah. And how it had repeat. It kept coming back and back and back and back. Yeah. Into the top spot, like up until the end of the year, it was just. It Wasn't was it also in the top spots in like '82? Like it was way up there in '82. Oh, it, it might have been. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Know. yeah. Well, these were the times when they would just like let a movie sit in theaters rather than right. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right, yank it out and throw it on streaming yeah. and be like, here you go. Within three weeks, or you let go. it disappear <laughs> forever. Yeah, they've stopped like, doing okay. that. I'm like, oh, yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, Temple of Doom was only number one its opening weekend and never reclaimed oh. that spot. Bye. Wow. But it was, it was a busy year. Those busy weird year. reviews. Roger Ebert loved this movie. I, he thought it was yeah, a he, fun movie. He did. I'm surprised. He's right. <laughs> I mean, he it is, right. of course, but we have to refer to the, you know, the He's highest right. authority. Right. Mm. Well, hey, uh, <laughs> um, also, oh, sorry, this is just a side note that literally has nothing to do, but the number one movie, November 25th, 1984, Supergirl, what's up? Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry. I love Supergirl. That's talking about I do, movie. too. I love. Why that weekend? That's when it came out. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it was a 1984 movie. I was like, I, was like, I just randomly whoa, saw it and I was like, "Oh, Supergirl!" Oh, yeah. I was nice. like, "Okay." Yeah, I, I love Supergirl. Sorry, I haven't seen Supergirl since I was a kid. That was your birthday for a second. It was I used like, to watch yeah, Supergirl, Supergirl like, almost as much as Superman. Birthday, yeah. Wow. Just a little side. Supergirl is fun. I love no, Supergirl. Yeah, I, yeah, I fucks with Supergirl heavy. Yeah, bring <laughs> back the awesome. kind of like. Like kind of like weird offbeat, uh, you know, Marvel or whatever movies, DC movies. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Like I love that movie for the for the fact that it, the the plot is simply that Faye Dunaway is in love with fucking uh, um, yeah, that dude. That... Yeah, from <laughs> this mother. Whoa, I can't whoa, think of his name. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on his name right uh, now. I gotta look yeah, it up because like, I know who yeah, it's that guy. Fucking uh, Ellis from Die Hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like that's the whole plot of the movie. Supergirl has to stop the lady who's in love with fucking Ellis from Die Hard. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's, that, that's the plot of the movie. Hey, we don't need a MacGuffin. We just need a love story to yeah. like exactly like, start one of these movies. I'm no, down for that. It, no, yeah, but who it's the just fuck funny. would be who, who the fuck would be in love with Ellis from Die Hard? That motherfucker. <laughs> you know, Somebody else. Fair, he wasn't Ellis no. yet, yeah. so it's true. Yeah, it's true. He still had a few. <laughs> Maybe he was Ellis. nicer before. He hadn't quite got his cocaine habit up to the point. Yeah, that he Ellis hadn't found cocaine yeah. yet. He yeah. was a nice no, guy yeah. before that. Like, that man loved that man loved coke, like uh, in all aspects. You know what I'm saying? Like he loved his cocaine. He loved his Coca Cola. Coke was his thing, baby. <laughs> I, I made the joke. Uh, oh, I was on the Action Ads podcast, and I was like, "He seems like he's made of cocaine. Like it seems like <laughs> cocaine took a human form. It's Ellis. Like um, he's I I don't not, the actor might have never been drugged done drugs in his life, but my God, he seems like in that movie. Um, uh, what else say about Temple of Doom? Because I feel like I don't know. Uh, what it won an Academy Award for Best Visual Effects, and that's. Sure, deserves it. I don't know. Appropriate. I mean, oh, Ghostbusters. The time. That's tough competition. Yeah. I'm sure they were up yeah. Ghostbusters and I don't know what else, but uh <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Temple of Doom. Like, 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 you know, obviously through this entire discussion, we we've been discuss you know, talking about our love for Temple of Doom, but 
it won best visual effects over Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that is surprising, honestly. Yeah. Wow. So I would have to say that the effects at the end are not that great. Although I would say Ghostbusters probably hold up better. Although Ghostbusters are like meant to be kind of janky in in the dark, so they look mm. a little better. Uh, like, no, I I, yeah. I have to call fuck all on that. <laughs> like this, this is this is this is something that bothers me. Like because I think of. Uh, the visual effects nominees for like 1979, 1980, mm-hmm. where it's like they had Alien, uh, Black Hole, and Star Trek The Motion Picture, and Alien won. Mm-hmm. And it's like Star Trek The Motion Picture, like visual effects were like, like just incredible and more like just visually appealing. But Alien won, I guess, because. Like it, it just it's one of those things where you just have to think about where award shows are like just more of a popularity contest. Yeah, well, I also think else. Alien had a little bit of wow factor because of like the idea of an alien, like the the well, how they accomplished that a little bit. I was, that's what I was. I was actually going to say maybe it's a little obviously always popularity. That's never oh, never yeah, I, yeah. But but uh, Indiana Jones and Temple Doom and Alien, I think, are both more practical effect focused than ghostbusters and like star trek motion picture yeah. uh, so I, I don't know if they cared about that more like we do you know like like like, 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 like oh, we like the practical stuff they actually did this more than in a little bit of that you know computer stuff because you got to remember who was yeah. voting like people yeah. who were yeah. won that thing for were all more practical so when you've got ghostbusters coming in yeah, and like oh look at all these more. miniatures in temple of doom like the minecart oh that's yeah crazy. um yeah. 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 Against, yeah ghostbusters and also 2010 the sequel to 2001 I still, yes. think I still need to see. So mm-hmm. that's fascinating what they picked because uh, 84 uh, was such a special effect heavy. Were there year. only three nominees? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nominees. That's what I was just looking at. Always, <laughs> always three. Yeah. Always three. Always yeah. three. Yeah. But uh, wow. Lindsay watched yeah. Lindsay watched 2010. 2010 it's been a, yeah. is, is incredibly underrated. Well, it, this is Peter Hines. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It is incredibly underrated. Like, um, it's like. Don't 2001, like, <laughs> I like allergies. I'm sorry, because <laughs> as me and Matt talked on 2001, Rob, so you made her cry because she hadn't seen 2002. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, but Lindsay and I did the most ridiculous double feature of 2001 in a smart house Disney Channel original. <laughs> That's actually a great double feature. It was an amazing double feature, yeah. Well, and I enjoyed you. Smart House more. <laughs> I, I mean. I did too. I'm just saying it's yeah. it's a more breezy watch. It's As okay. someone who's not a giant Kubrick fan, I understand. Okay. I'm letting out my secret right now. As a like not a huge Kubrick fan, yeah. I, know. I know, I know, I know. I get it. I get it. I get I, it. I, I understand. No, I do like him, but no, I get it. I, like Barry no, Lyndon no, is my no, favorite. No, I get it. No, I get mm-hmm. it. Like, like as as someone who appreciates Kubrick. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, he kind of seemed like not a not a great guy. No, like his treatment of Shelley Duvall on The Shining. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Mm, yeah. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Fuck that guy. Uh, however, like, like, I, I appreciate the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like the way he treated film. Like, but I will say, I remember as 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 someone who was a fucking sci-fi nerd. Love everything Star Trek, Star Wars. Um, 
I, I remember them advertising uh, a showing of 2001 on television, and I was just like, oh my god, this looks great! And then the first time I watched it, I was like, this is fucking boring as hell. I hate this movie. <laughs> I, yeah, I appreciate it. Super, like, <laughs> I, in its own zone. Like, you have to be in that zone, or you're like me, like, uh, I don't know what this is. Like, yeah. No, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah. I appreciate it now, but it's like... Yeah. It, it, it's it's very much the first like I mean I don't know if it's the first but it's like like one of those instances where it's like a director is up his own fucking ass. <laughs> well, the the, whole, <laughs> the reason I appreciate Kubrick generally is because he was was someone who would handpick people to work with them and like kind of create a salon of like ideas and handpick them and be like okay so this is what we're gonna use like he he really was collaborative in how he used the people around him and i feel like people don't realize that as much uh of they they see him really as an auteur when he was yeah. really someone who pulled from the best and yeah. used them at, to their the best, best advantage huh? spielberg does no. that too yeah, Spielberg does that too. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> no, like, no, like, but see, see, the difference between Spielberg and Kubrick is that Kubrick was a very cold individual. Yeah, absolutely. Where, whereas yes. the Spielberg, Spielberg is obviously a very loving, warm hearted individual. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even like in his most, like, you know, just kind of like frugal, kind of like, ventures like you know saying like his projects like you know we talked about crystal skull like even like minority report like you know what i'm saying there, there's a warmth there where it's just like you know th 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 this is someone who loved making this movie and just like appreciated everyone he he, he cast and like you know just brought onto his crew and just like you know Obviously, you know, Tom Cruise, you know, and stuff. It was just like, you know, it's, it's like the, 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 what, what I love about Spielberg is like every film he does is almost like a big, like a huge money version of like, hey, gang, let's all get together and yeah, make exactly. a movie. It's, it's yeah, exactly. Like it's like the two channels. It's like you have the Spielberg Raimi channel. Yeah. And then you yes. have like the Kubrick, um, like Zumeckis, like even like Nolan, like, yeah, Nolan, Nolan, Nolan exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like you have these. I, two I, I, was, I was gonna say Michael Mann, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, was, uh... yeah Michael. Because well, even sorry, okay. and even something like AI, which was started off as something that Kubrick wanted to do, yeah. but then he passed away, and Stephen takes it on. Outwardly, it's a really cold movie because David is a frightening creature. It's David, yeah. who's <laughs> the kid, like he's a yeah, terrifying yeah. figure. Um, but yeah, he does bring those kind of warmth elements in because he's Spielberg, and you can tell Spielberg loves Kubrick. I mean, watching Ready Player One in a theater when he's doing The Shining stuff, and watching a group of kids in their twenties just react to it because I don't mm -hmm. think they'd seen The Shining, and they're just reacting to it like they're watching The Shining. I'm like, oh, wait till you actually see The Shining. It's, um, yeah, it's, you guys are gonna love The Shining. Like, you're you gonna love that? The Shining. I mean, yeah. yeah I, think, I think there's like these two sides of the coin where it's like you have Spielberg making Ready Player One, and then you have like uh, the Space Jam Two film, where it's like these yes. two films where they're taking from this quote unquote IP that these two stories are originating from and you see one handling it with like kind of a deafness and tone and the other one where it's just like 
let's just put these up on the screen because people will watch them. And it's like, yeah, you, you see the difference no. here in how they're handling the material. No, Lexi is 100% correct. Yeah. Where it's like, you know. I am correct. Yeah. <laughs> I love Always it. You're correct. like, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. She, she absolutely is because it's like, even with Ready Player One, and I, I enjoyed Ready Player One. It was uh, whatever fucking year it came out. It was my birthday movie. Yeah. Um, I saw I saw it for my birthday, and it's it's like it, it's weird because it's Spielberg doing himself. Yeah, it is. You know it saying? is kind of weird it, in that way. Mm. Yeah, it's self-referential to him, and I I I can just imagine how fucking weird that is. Where it's just like. Like you, you can you can sense that like that would probably would have been a better project for something like somebody like J.J. Abrams or like you know yeah anybody else like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying somebody who's like who grew up on Spielberg you know to reference him but it's like Spielberg doing himself but it's like he takes such care with like with his own kind of like legacy in yeah. that movie and, and, and it, it, it's such a beautiful it's such a beautiful thing. Even even in in the, in the Shining thing, where it's just like it was weird to 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 watch that movie, where it's just like uh, children in the audience and the, the, the mm-hmm. elevator doors. It's a very odd. It's a very odd movie and a very odd concept in and of itself. I think it's handled yeah. like I think he's you know if it's gonna be handled in the way that it needs to be handled, it's probably in the best hands it could be, right. just right. because it's yeah. like. There's so many pieces and they have to be handled with such care. Absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm glad you brought up like something like Space Jam and like yeah. where it's just like, <laughs> you know, fucking somebody doing it where it's just like, oh, yeah. uh, like this exists and that exists. Let's yeah. put that in the movie. Like, you know, let's bring all eyes to it. You know, like all the IPs, let's just bring them all together where it's just like, Spielberg is referencing himself, and you know, it's just like he handles it with care, you know what I'm saying? Where it's yeah. like, uh, like, I'm a guy that you look toward, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, let's have fun with this. Where everybody was just like, oh, yeah, you know, Space Jam, like, oh, this exists, and that exists, <laughs> and this is fun. It's just such you know amazing, saying? like, like side by side of being like Space Jam, this movie that came out in like ninety two or ninety three or whatever, mm-hmm. and Space right. Jam: A New Legacy, and the fact that these two movies, like the one that came out like twenty years ago, is like a like or thirty years ago at this point, like mm-hmm. is a hundred and fifty, <laughs> like like ninety minutes long with Michael Jordan who can't act. Like this is the better <laughs> one, like. Like this is the better concept because they were thought out and like they took the time to figure out how these worlds would connect versus the the IP like darts yeah. that they threw. Right. <laughs> They're like what IP <laughs> like, is Warner Brothers own? Remember yeah. that? Like, uh, like so, yeah. let, let, let me let me let me just say this one. Like you know why Ready Player One works where Space Jam New Legacy doesn't because the filmmaker behind Ready Player One has a fucking soul. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Well, has a like it has a motherfucking soul. I really don't it have was... anything against the director of like Space Jam: A New Legacy. I feel like it was just like in a lab or like a right. back room. Executives created. push that's the problem. Exactly, exactly. Problem. It's like it, it's conglomerate filmmaking. Yeah, exactly, and that's the whole whole 
Okay, we're not gonna. Sorry, God, tangent. Well, it, okay. No, I'm sorry. It is okay. What I, I everyone feel like... always accused Spielberg of being, which was <laughs> exactly, so dumb. Yeah. exactly, Thank exactly. Yeah, like, I, I... like you know, to, to this day, to this day, <laughs> like you know, right now. No, 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 James is right. <laughs> to this day, people will accuse Spielberg of being like this fucking corporate chill fucking yeah. conglomerate filmmaker, and it's like no. This is a motherfucker who you should be celebrating. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, the guy who appreciates film and who loves it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Compared to, like, somebody, like, you know, who makes fucking uh, Sp- Space Jam A New Legacy and makes fucking, uh, like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> what's, what's a corporate piece of bullshit? Uh, like, <laughs> Fast X, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that fucking yeah. piece of corporate yeah. bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you that know. That might just be Vin Diesel bullshit at that point. Yeah. I think he, yeah, actually, no, like, yeah. Universal's like, he, he, he just he pretty much, up. He, he I pretty much just put like a statue of movie. Vin Diesel in the, in the courtyard in Universal. <laughs> and they're like, we all bow down to you and you, you decide everything. They're like, they're like, Vin, can you just stop now? Can this end? <laughs> like, we gave you $350 like, million dollars to make this. Um no, yeah, no, no, yeah, like, well, like me and me and Matt was talking about this. Uh, Matt, was this the last episode we did when we did the Phantom? Oh, I think it was. What, yeah. What, oh, was no, wait, the we last did time I... the Darkness in October. Oh yeah, yeah that's right, that's yeah, right, yeah. that's right. No, but like, I, I think it was a Phantom where we were talking about like how the Phantom was like, like couldn't have been anything more than a product of his time because, like, imagine if the Phantom had came out like in this era of like like marvel you know what i'm saying and, you know like i like marvel movies but like you know what i'm saying like if it was just like a, a corporate thing where it's just like people in the boardroom like hey like you know do this do that like you know me and matt talked about like how like if the phantom was made by marvel and shit like it would have been like how many like how many jokes they would have made about yeah him having a purple, purple suit you yeah you, having a purple, purple suit. suit well i think they would have just changed the suit to black and he would oh, have been they made a phantom show like on sci-fi yeah. years later where he just wore like a boring black suit yeah and it's it's boring it's like that doesn't mm. mean anything you know it's like that's not exciting um right like no yeah. like oh they would have kept it purple like oh like a purple suit in the jungle uh, <laughs> yeah. like oh how fuck you know what i'm saying like it would have been like something so, like you know like just like just you know praying on a joke you know what i'm saying it's just like that's why the phantom was best made in the time in the era that it was because you know it could have been made in any other time you know what I'm saying? Because this is like that shit was just like bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just a whole hunk of horseshit. Horseshit. <laughs> yeah, that Absolutely. I think that's uh, to bring it back to Temple of Doom. I'm gonna be a co-host here too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, no, this, no, no. This it, film could not sense. have been made in the other time. Like, that no, means, like, yeah. like, 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 no, it's perfect. You know what I'm saying? That you know, so I'm glad. We, you were able to parallel that off of uh, the Phantom because the Phantom and the, like Temple of Doom, like the Indiana Jones movies, as, as, particularly the original trilogy. Yeah. Since uh, fucking Crystal Skull and um, I mean, I, obviously at the time of this recording, we have not, not seen Dial seen... Destiny. We don't know. We do not yeah. know. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> Some people have seen it and said not nice things. But alert, alert, alert! Green light. Actually, yeah, I've seen the most. The worst reaction I've seen to Dollar Destiny is it's fine, which isn't great, but it's 
Yeah, then the, yeah, that's the general consensus I'm getting. It's fine. Yeah. Is it right, right, right. But I've not seen it. Confident? Confident? Okay, I really quick. Confident, yeah. yeah. I have sorry, so much ahead. in my brain because James go was ahead. earlier where he's like, I gotta dump no, all that. I gotta, go, go I gotta forget go everything ahead. I was gonna say. Lots of stuff. Okay, Space Jam, really quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, when you said, I just watched a Cisco and Ebert review where they were praising Michael Jordan's acting. Both of them were like, he's good. Wow. I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> Second. Uh, <laughs> I was like, they've lost their minds. Second, the they're stupid... from Chicago. They have to be nice to. Yes. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's Chicago. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think about that. He is a god in Chicago. Spielberg uh, <laughs> and Kubrick. That comparison is very interesting because I do think it's funny they collaborated, and I think of them as very different type of filmmakers because yeah. I feel like Kubrick. I've heard people say this. It's like it's almost like he didn't want to direct actors. He he wished they were props because he wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything. There's all these stores I'm doing ridiculous things that the older I get, I'm like, well, that's just dumb. Like make uh the whole like make um Wendy swing the bat 75 times, yeah. you know, like 75 takes. He made Sidney Pollock do like a hundred takes of turning a door, opening a door yeah. in Eyes Wide Shut. Why? Mm. Like what is this? <laughs> like so I feel like he's so focused on that stuff, and Spielberg's so focused on the bigger picture and blocking, yeah. moving mm. the camera. And like oh, Kubrick, I mean he's a great director, but I just think he gets so it seems like it's also these micro things. And well, it's I like... think that's why Barry Lyndon is his best movie is because he like literally he it's like playing dollhouse with these beautiful sets and people who are just he's able to move yes. them where it's, he like, wants. He loves like he just moves yeah. people where he wants. And like and I don't think Spielberg's like that with actors. I see him be very like, warm yeah. with actors, especially like kid yeah. actors. He's great with the kid actors. Um, and the last thing before I, all my stuff I was gonna say, the AI thing is weird because everything in that movie, if this is from Spielberg that you would think is Spielberg, he claims is Kubrick stuff, like the warm mm. stuff mm. at the end, I believe. And like all the kind of like the fuzzy, all the dark stuff is Steve Spielberg's. Like I added like the whole flesh circle. What is that? The flesh farm flesh or whatever. Like, farm, yeah. That yeah. he says, like, that was my idea. So it's everything you think in AI that is, is wild. like wild. I know. He's full of shit. I'm like, is he's trying, like, to, he's trying to protect his homie. Is he trying to? Is he trying to look edgy? No, I, don't know. I did the dark stuff, guys. Like I didn't do all the light. Well, maybe Kubrick was too. like lightening up at the end of his life. I, like, the, oh, the last thing happen. I was gonna say is yeah. that there was a really good Kubrick documentary. I can't remember what it was called years ago yeah. about his whole life and career. And like, it, he sounded like a very different person when he would go home. He was very reclusive, obviously. Yeah. And like, he had like three daughters, wife, and they actually like he was this big teddy bear at home. It's like he's like a whole different guy at home with his family than he is as a director like he's so oh look sounds like so... nolan yeah <laughs> yeah like he's so cold no. but he's like such a nice warm guy at home it sounds like it's he sounds like he was more multifaceted than we probably think i'm not saying no. like the way he treats some actors was no yesterday. what that man did to shelly duvall fuck him i was yeah. i know that i was saying i was feelings. like doesn't give that guy actors <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like it's weird that he was like just a maybe a different person on the sets than he yeah. acted like uh at his house. I thought that was interesting because I've heard the stuff too. Like the stuff he did yeah. Shelly Vall was pretty messed up. I don't know what he, it's like that method thing again, like we've all gotta be mean to Shelly because he's gotta be isolated. Like oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We hire like, actors to act, man. <laughs> Come on. Like and this was a fucking documentary that was shot by his daughter where we she captures him. Don't don't sympathize with Shelly. <laughs> you know, it, it won't help her. Like, fuck you, motherfucker. Like, this is the woman that was responsible for fairy tale theater. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some something that I watch with me yeah. and my sister watch all the goddamn time. Like me and my sister watch uh like a fairy tale theater and, and her production of Rumpelstiltskin because we had it on tape all the goddamn time. So fuck you, dude. Don't sit there and talk <laughs> shit about Shelly Duvall. You you motherfucker you. Like yeah, you, you I goddamn just, son of a it's bitch. It's just like a I, I am excited to watch the method acting like thing on criterion that's going to be happening now because i think it's a very interesting idea of how like actors get into their and i think that's like there's just like such a difference between people who pursue acting i feel like like some people pursue it as a way to express themselves more and then some people pursue it because that's just who they are like harrison ford is indiana jones he is han solo he he is these people like he doesn't like he shows different facets of himself but he's not exploring these whole like crazy different characters and like putting on an eye patch or like you know like <laughs> getting a limp or like like right. doing all these things to yeah. accentuate it like he just is himself and i feel like it, it's kind of interesting how people take these different paths to method acting and and approaching it as a director for method acting can, can I just say that um, uh, obviously you guys know I sh I used to do a show called uh, The Cinema Drunkies, which was formerly known as The Action Drunkies. And uh, one of my biggest regrets was uh, Preston had uh, contacted me about doing an episode on Witness. Uh -huh. um, and uh, we never did that. And it's one of my biggest regrets because I love Preston. And uh, I, I well, well, yeah, uh, originally he had requested to do an episode on Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia. Oh, which uh, two very Preston movies, I, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Witness and uh, and, uh, and uh, Bring Me the Head of, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that, yeah, that makes sense. No, like, <laughs> and and I so wanted to do the Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia with him. Um, but uh, my co-host uh, had not seen that movie, so it was like, uh, like you know, it, it'd be tricky to do that one because he cannot locate it to to do that one. So he requested Witness, and we were going to do Witness, and then uh, we just never did that episode. And it's one of my biggest regrets of not recording either one with Preston. Uh, bringing me the head of Alfredo Garcia witness and uh, just apologies to Preston. <laughs> no, like seriously, because uh, like I, I love Preston and I, I, I seriously want to do a recording, like, you know, just have a discussion with him because Preston is one of the greatest people ever. And it's just like, it's just fuck all, like, you know. Shit happened, you know, like he, he requested that at a time of chaos, hmm. you know. What I'm saying, all right, Matt, you need to do an episode with Preston and him on. Witness. I was gonna say, we could do that here, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 yeah, like if I can't do it, like Matt, if you could get me and Preston on here to do bring me the head of Alfredo Garcia, it'd be one of the greatest things because I fucking love that movie. Uh, is Sam Peckinpah. <laughs> you know, saying it's one of the greatest, and that movie is one of the, the strangest movies he's ever made, and it'd be just such a wonderful fucking discussion. Yeah, it's a. You want to watch a co-host in action? 
uh, Matt, <laughs> earlier you asked about whether or not we knew that Temple of Doom was a prequel. And oh, I, I really forgot that, that question. Not. Wow. Yeah, did anybody know that time, like right away not. when you saw the movie, or was that years no. later? You're like, okay, no, no, that that no. feels like a rewrite to me, <laughs> or a rewrite of history at least. Like, yeah, I like I when the end is like, Indiana Jones to the title. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't okay. think so at all. I thought like I no one knew that time. years. Some of the no people idea. in the 2000s were like, he does a prequel, right? I'm like, what? When did that come out? Yeah, I was just very confused by that whole thing. I was like what okay um it was not very clear i mean I, now they would have like hammered that home if it came out if those movies came out 20 years later they would have been it would like, have said indiana jones the prequel dash the temple of doom <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um i don't know what i'll say about temple of doom i feel like we kind of covered it we defended it well i think uh it's fantastic justice for willie. defended spielberg justice for willie for... that's right. justice for willie yes, just for willie always <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need Justice Spielberg. I think he's okay. I think we he's need, fine. Uh, uh, short round. Same, same with Kate. Kate short Kate, round. Kate, Kate, short round. Short round. Yes. People like him. Right? They lump him I mean, with Willie. Yeah. No, no. Here, here's the thing. Like fucking. Like short round was probably like you know something like oh they put a kid in the Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> it's uh, like oh they ruined my childhood. <laughs> uh, and then and now Kihu Kwan is an Oscar winner and now fucking short round is like fucking yeah. like you know everybody loves short round now. and it's like we, we like like this core of five was like no short round was always great from the yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing Temple of Doom didn't come out like in like the 2000 or 2010 social media because I feel like people have been like we hate Willie we hate this kid it's like mm -hmm. uh, that's like, what's special about these movies that haven't come out like in this time i know it's nice mm -hmm. they got to exist in a bubble for just yeah. like you were like in your own house watching vhs tapes and exactly may talk to people and be like oh people don't like that one like i there were so many movies like for years i go out and be like like i was like that was a bomb or that people didn't like that yeah. uh so yeah it was nice when things exist in a bubble that was a good <laughs> it's a good period. yeah I <laughs> now know, i know about like... things where it even come out like i've got a full <laughs> spectrum of opinions for the movies even out um I I know, like it's fucking like is it, is is a hundred percent bullshit with this fucking like. Hey, I like this movie. Oh, you son of a bitch! You know, what I'm saying you like this movie, you're hundred like you know how like the the shit storm I fucking received for the fact that me and Patrick like Halloween ends. <laughs> it's like you always get some kind of backlash upon backlash upon backlash, and it's mm. like. You always have to just wait for like the waves and tides of yeah, Halloween ends. Mm -hmm. like, I can already tell five, ten years, people are gonna love it. I can oh, I no. watch it's gonna it. be it's gonna get the Halloween three treatment. It, it's oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's too yeah. different and weird right now, but they'll love I've it. I've learned to keep my, my Halloween thoughts to myself. <laughs> you are the smartest <laughs> of all of yes, us. Yes, I'm like someone who did a whole freaking series on all the Halloweens. Um yeah, no, that's right. No, like no, no, James is smart because Patrick did the same thing. I went full on with the Corey Cunningham love on my fucking Twitter. <laughs> where like, oh my God, like you love this guy. I fucking love Corey Cunningham. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> Corey Cunningham is the greatest motherfucker ever. I love him. I, I love Halloween ends. And I will uh, love it till the day I die. <laughs> be very diplomatic and say, I'm very happy you love it. And I hope one day I get there. <laughs> Matt, I will say Matt's reaction in the group when he when he actually watched Halloween ends was I need to lie down. <laughs> that was 
I did. I it is a lot of movie. It's like a lot it is of a lot movie. Of movie. Like you need a yeah. nap and a cigarette and like a whiskey you afterwards. You go through like, a lot. All I right. started smoking because of that movie. Oh. But, no, it's like, what that, happened that, here? Yeah. On the no, I, was, uh, I, I was in the theater and that shit like, oh my God, this is beautiful. Mm. <laughs> I wish I'd seen a theater because I want to see how it would have played because I watched it home on Peacock, I think, and it was yeah. just like... Oh, uh, like, let me let me, let me me tell you, in the theater I was in, it was completely complete fucking silence in Halloween. <laughs> wow. I was, I, I was sitting there like, this is beautiful and everybody was just fucking quiet and like just not saying nothing and then like you know we shuffle into the bathroom and i hear like that was the worst fucking movie since halloween resurrection i was yeah. like fuck you motherfucker this i don't think it's beautiful. anywhere near resurrection i was at home by myself that's a weird experience too by yourself and you're like there's no one to look to to be like what's going on is this app like what's going on right now um <laughs> I was like talking to myself out loud. I was like, what the fuck is going on now? Uh, this is like a very, very disorienting experience. Um, but I feel like we should wrap up because we've gone like two and a half hours. It's normal. Five bajillion hours. I think we've been <laughs> talking <laughs> for a whole day. We we thoroughly covered Temple of Doom and a lot of other things too. Um, so, it's oh, Friday this night. A- it's early, man. What you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I, I, the sun hasn't even hadn't gotten gone down yet in California. It's only five thirty your time. Two hours. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah, hey, oh, it's like, only midday like, my like, time. I'm ready to go. I know. I know. <laughs> so, this is gonna start the like, whole day off. Let me tell you, a shit like fucking like uh, two and a half hours of uh, chasing clothes time. This is fucking rookie numbers. <laughs> <laughs> It's about normal for us these days. I mean, I feel like <laughs> the last two that came out were an hour and a half, and I was shocked. I was like, this is a miracle. The last episode was an hour and a half. And uh, Oh, by the way, you have now crossed five time zones in this episode. Four. Four time four. zones. Four. I was four. like, oh, yeah, because yeah. me and Rob yes. are in the same time zone. So, yeah. yeah. You guys are in the same is... time zone, James, Lindsay, and me. Or, yeah, this is like an this epic is probably a record. Yeah. Podcasting. This is, this is a special. You contact one. the world record office. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get Guinness on the phone now. Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah. Somebody call Guinness for me. Um, no, but this was a great time. Thank you all for doing this. Uh, I feel like we talked about so much. I had a great time. Yes. <laughs> we all, um, this is a lot of a podcast worth of stuff. You can't Temple of Doom. You got a lot more. You got a lot more yeah. than that. Um, so, yeah, I guess I don't know who to go to first to plug stuff. Uh, I'll just go down the line on my screen. So, Lexi, you want to plug? People can follow you, your podcast, all that stuff. Sure. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Stunning Gun with two G's. And then also, if you would like to get a little bit of education about filmmaking, you could follow my new podcast, Schooled by Cinema, and it's Schooled B Cinema on Twitter and Schooled by Cinema on Instagram. And then just Schooled by Cinema on your podcast app if you choose to search it. I hope then, everyone is checking your podcast out because it's been yeah. Great so far. Someone cool is going to be on it next week. I wonder who that's oh. going to be. Someone really lame was on it last week. <laughs> <laughs> I was to cough at you. I was gonna say, is it James again? Another cool. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm excited. I didn't know when. Our... <laughs> that was yeah. Coming it's out, happening. But... It's happening. Okay. I'm excited. Uh, it's been good stuff so far. So um, I hope it's I don't been amazing, Lexi. You've been episode. doing so yeah. well. Oh, yay. Awesome. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Mm. It's been Thank fun. You. I'm glad I don't break the streak. <laughs> Man, we had we had to show me. Zero listens. Sorry. Just kidding. Uh, I think it would have been me if it was anyone. No, 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 no. Uh, everything's been great so far. So, uh, Lindsay, <laughs> people could follow you and your podcast. 
Uh, yeah, Shotgun Ore, which is on all the pods. Um, I keep going with it. No, if you want to follow, it's Shotgun Ore One on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to follow me, it's Reading Geek. But no, I've been enjoying it. And yeah, we've got a um, a couple of weeks of Aussie double features coming up, and um, then another big Leone series. So I'm, and I'm already yeah. planning October. So I apparently <laughs> am just planning way too far in advance, but it's been fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about all those series. It's going to be. Yeah. I have to ask you off mic about the Halloween or the whole the October series where that's going to yeah. land. Um, yeah. But okay, very exciting. Uh, everyone should be following you as well, Rob. Do you want to plug your stuff? Of course, you could find. Uh... <laughs> Me uh, at Chainsaw's Balls, uh, where me and uh, my co-host Patrick Vicious uh, talk about the double feature of horror films, uh, one slasher film and one monster movie. Um, and, oh, of course, uh, as well as uh, my website, you could have been a bluffistmovie.com. Uh, that's an incredibly long name. <laughs> uh, but uh, I I, <laughs> I love it, so that's why I kept it. Even though in retrospect, I probably should have changed it, but whatever. Um, where I discuss uh, like movies that continue the tradition of one of the, the most legit action hero of all time, Don Dragon Wilson. Um, also, I just uh, if I could be clear, um, just wanted to give a shout out to uh, my boo. Morgan. Hi, Morgan. Mm. Um, <laughs> Lindsay knows what's up. Because um, I, I, I just wanted to do that because she just messaged me like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm recording right now. She's like, oh, okay. So just like, let her know that. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the middle of a recording right now. And uh, this is when she messaged me. So, hi, Morgan. <laughs> I hope she listened to all two and a half hours before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You tell her you got to listen to a lot of podcasts where you get to that shout out. <laughs> it's not in the beginning. Uh, like, like, I, I'll let her know. I'll let her. Okay. Know. Okay. Uh, no, because she's it. yeah, like yeah, because she she's uh she's an avid listener, and uh she she you know what I'm saying she she listens to everything. Um. So, but uh, yeah. Those are the two things you can find me at at the moment, Chainsaws and Claws, and you could have been at bluffmaceMovie.com. Um, and, yeah, those are all of my plugs and shit, you know what I'm saying? Because I know, you know, the, the whole plug shit is <laughs> bullshit, and, and I'm over it. Um, I get tired of doing like, my own plugs. I understand. The end of the episode, I'm like, no, I don't no, know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, like, uh, uh, my my former show that I used to do, uh, House of Screams, I was famous for uh, like, oh, like yeah, let Rob do his plugs first so he, we could get him the fuck out. Of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, those are my plugs, and I'm done. Fuck off. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, uh, <laughs> James, have you started a podcast? Is that can you? <laughs> it's like a during this three, two and a half hours, you started yeah. a new podcast. No. He started a new podcast during this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I became your co-host during this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for lifting me up. As I think, I was like, I feel very good about this episode because I have like four people to like help me through it, and uh, three podcast hosts, and uh, basically a dedicated co-host at this point. So, yeah. so uh, it was it was smooth sailing, I will say. Uh, thank you. No, James. No, so, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm really happy about this because you know what I'm saying obviously, I, you know, Matt. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've recorded, uh, like, 
obviously so many great episodes. I love recording with you and Lindsay. Obviously, you know my damn favorite. Um, so, sorry, sorry. I know. You, I get it. I, I remember <laughs> when you said that on that one episode. Was it the? the, the, the yeah, 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 yeah. I quote you were the one who pointed it out, right? Yeah, you were the one who pointed it out. I was like, I was like, damn, you know what I'm like, Matt. I, sorry. I, I, I love everybody, but fuck you, Lindsay's the best. <laughs> I feel like I quote Dark Knight about Lindsay. I'm like, she's the best of us. It's like you know, it's just, it's just no, how no, it is. No. <laughs> like, 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 I've, I've always said this, like, you know, you know, saying a lot of people want to be on film feeds. A lot of po- people want to be on this podcast. A lot of people want, want to be on this podcast, but everybody wants to be on Lindsay's show because Lindsay's the fucking greatest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but everybody else is cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, uh, no, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you know, obviously mad, you know, say I love you know, recording with you again because you know what I'm saying you're just absolutely the coolest and obviously Lindsay the greatest. Um and, love uh, you and, too, Rob. You're all I love you all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, you know what I'm saying, I, I appreciate this opportunity because you know what I'm saying, I've always been a fan of James and uh Lexi. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, always been a big fan of theirs. You know what I'm saying? Obviously James, you know what I'm saying, with his love of Tony Scott, like he's got his fucking Last Boy Scout <laughs> uh, poster in the yeah. background. Right. The, the most, like, which I claim to be the most quotable movie ever made. You know what I'm saying? Good. Like, no, Sir like, Sir yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 like, uh, like, I like, when he scratches the car, I always wanted to do that. You should have shit on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, Lexi, I've always been a big fan of hers. You know what I'm saying? And I love her show, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, to, to get to record with, like, you know, my favorite people in the world is just, like, one of the, you know, this is this is why I love doing this podcasting thing, you know what I'm saying? Because we all get together, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you know, I, obviously I recorded with Matt and Lindsay before, but I've never recorded with James and Lexi before, and it's just turned into the, one of the greatest experiences of my life, and just, like, you know, uh, you know, if I die tomorrow and shit, like you know, I'm happy because you know what I'm saying I got to spend my my last remaining time with you oh. know you just fine folks. So hey, if well, you laugh, I hope you don't yeah. do that tomorrow. Uh, Same about my, to you. Ditto. I don't know what I'm about Kubrick. I really don't like him that much. Uh, it's like, please don't say that. <laughs> I was just saying. Um, no, 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 please, man. please live, Rob. Please don't go anywhere. Um, I that was very nice of you. Thank you, Rob. But uh, yes. uh James, do you want to plug you, anything man. at this point? Or we just <laughs> well, no, I was just gonna say uh, Tony same. Scott. It was great. No, Love it was Tony great. Scott. Yeah. Was Matt for the first time, you know, from Matt for the from Rob for the first time. Um, no, I mean same thing. I don't have anything. I don't do anything. I just post mm. random bullcrap on Twitter. Uh, mm. TJ underscore Mackey. M-A-C-K-E-Y-4-3-2. Um, there you go. Oh, I was I just going to say, every time you plug your handle, it's just like so, so fun. <laughs> the odd arrangement of... DJ <laughs> underscore Mackie, M-A-C-K-E-Y-4-3-2. Yeah, I, well, I love it. It like, takes me back to my AIM days of like <laughs> creating an AIM name. That's how long oh. I've had it. That's why it's oh, still amazing. there. You know, like I still it's embarrassing. I still use my AOL email account a lot because I'm so tied to it. And I will wow. tell people, I yeah, I will tell people, and they're like, I I would I went to got my COVID vaccine like a while ago, and I get the person my email address, and they were like, 
you don't look that old to have an AOL email. <laughs> I was like, I, I made it when I was say. 12. I was 12 yeah. years old. Um, wow. I can't, it's, I'm too tied to it. I'm trying to move away from it. But yeah, those AOL, it was, it's not that embarrassing. I won't say it here, but it's not that mm-hmm. embarrassing. You, but... you know, Gmail exists now. I know. I do have yeah. one of those. I do have one of those. I got one of those too. And I got a Yahoo account. I use those too. <laughs> I, I have I, I have like twelve Gmail accounts. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, got, I have too many email accounts. Uh, I was just gonna say that I, I think the only yeah. thing that I've done is Lexi's podcast. She just released this. Oh yeah, that, that was her. a great episode. That's I mean, I love the Matrix, so I was already really excited. Yeah, and then, James, uh, you were talking about how we didn't talk about cinematography at all. We talked about so much during that episode. So <laughs> I, I don't know, know what you're talking about. I just I because I, I would think since we ended on so much of that like stuff we talked about here too. You know, with all the like issues, like all right, all right, I get it. And so, like, that's where my mind. All right, all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> just, that's all I can remember. I'm annoying. I, I can't it. need right. like okay. written notes. No, I, <laughs> like, I'm in the... When this episode okay. goes, I need like a full transcript of what was said because I don't remember or know. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm like, we talked about Space Jam and your new legacy for how long? No, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You're it's saying like you're land so where you like go up and down the board and you like you go up. You go down, you go up, you go down. It's all over the place. Matt, wait, hold on, Matt. You're saying you don't remember and shit. I was drinking throughout this entire episode. I mean, <laughs> barely. I, I like. I'd be lucky yeah, I had if two I remember. Of wine. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh, I had like okay. eight <laughs> glasses of E and J apple and shit. I'd be wow. lucky if I remember. I'm I'd be just so I... mad I wasn't drinking. You know what I will probably need to drink <laughs> okay. is the Crystal Skull episode. Okay, so we need to have a yes. drinking episode where we yes. just drink yeah. and I'm, watch. I'm like, down for that. I'm down for that. Like, what should, <laughs> what's a good drinking movie? I don't know. Like, The Room. A blood. There you movie. go. Okay, there you yeah. go. <laughs> the Room is a fantastic drinking movie. I've wanted to. Oh, actually, the movie like... I watched last night is Night Beast. That is a fantastic. Oh, yeah. oh Night Beast. Yeah. Oh, I would just be oh, screaming where? all the time. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Lexi, no, Lexi has a good point. Like uh, 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 a Hellraiser movie is a good drinking Yeah. Like, or comedy yeah. like The Nice Guys or something. <laughs> the Pest, James? The Pest with John Leguizamo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yes. There you yes, go. Yes, yes. Like, wait, wait, wait. The Pest is somewhere over here. <laughs> it's in the shelf over here somewhere. I, know I don't I have it because it's only on DVD, and I never. I got uh, it. I got a digital. Copy. I have it on DVD. I made a whole fucking video of me finding it in a fucking store on DVD. Wow. It was like I, I'm gonna send it to you, James. I'm gonna right. send it to you. All right, send send him that. I think I'm gonna wrap okay. the podcast. Up. <laughs> That's like, okay, uh, I gotta go. I gotta leave. Yeah, yeah. I gotta okay. go. Got to no, I had a great oh. time. I but, uh, uh, I don't, I'm not going to plug anything. I'll just say next time <laughs> it'll be Last yourself. Crusade because that's the next movie. Yes. Um, and it'll be more awesome people. A different group in this, except James will be back, I think. Right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, you can't surprise uh, again. That's, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. James, but, you, you and James will be back, but like not not a, diff- a different group is like <laughs> y'all are all cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, you're great people. I just I got other people that want to be on. I'm sorry. I wish <laughs> I could have, so Let's have a nine person podcast. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Talk to y'all next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>